It's not zinging like it used to be. No, it's rapping to the rhythm of the George. It goes one for the money, two for the show. You got my beat now, here I go. I go work like a doctor. When I rock the mic, you got to like the way I operate. I make miracles happen just for rapping. I'm so lyrically potent. And Alright, so back at it again for another one. This is Connecticut's most controversial podcast. This is the Domino Effect. And as always, I go by the name of Domino. Now, I know it's been a while. Don't kill me for that. I'm working on this shit. Um, I've been I've been real busy with my other podcast, Three Ninjas Podcast. So if you haven't checked that out, go ahead and check that out. That's where most of my time has been. But starting this back up, starting to get in the, the flow of things. So before we get to our guest, as you can clearly see in the description, let me get to my co-host real quick. We got OB in this bitch. Yo, yo, yo. How you doing, OB? I'm back, man. Good to be back. I ain't seen you in a while. I'll be around, man. Just working, you know, nine to five life. What's up with the podcast game? Yo, when you getting? Um, actually, the podcast should actually be back pretty soon. I know I said that last time. You but said that like last year. Nah, you know, uh, my boy Cal had a baby. Yeah, congrats. Uh, you know, shout out Cal. Uh, my boy Fran, he's about to have a baby. Yeah. So now we kind of got our schedules in line. So when's your turn? Oh nah, nah, don't, nah. don't put that on me. <laughs> don't put that on. <laughs> yeah, put, put that on me, Ricky put Bobby. That on me. <laughs> <laughs> but um, yeah, the guest that we have today, um. First of all, shout out to uh, Bria Simone. Shout out to Adrian Jefferson. Shout out, Bria. I hosted a panel at Connecticut Office of the Arts, uh, what, two months ago, I want to say? Yeah, two months ago. And I saw this man and had to run down on him. You know, had to <laughs> had to, you know, get his attention somehow. You know, when I first started this podcast, I had like a list of like CT people I wanted to get on here. And finally, I can cross one off that list. So right now we got in the building. We got the the big dog. We got the head motherfucking honcho nah. of Hot 937. We got program director and DJ yeah. and morning show host. Yeah. DJ Buck. What's happening? What's good? Buck, how you doing, man? I'm good, man. How you feel? You've been trying to get me for a while, but we're going back and forth on these texts. Yeah, man. You know, like, you know, you know sometimes you got to just harass people. <laughs> you you got to stay on top of people, man. Exactly. Because, you know, a lot of people got a lot of shit going on, and man like yourself is always busy. So, you know, had to, you know, just put that bug in your ear like, hey, I'm still around, you know. You got me, man. I usually don't do it. I, I don't think I've done this before because everyone's been trying to get me to do one. I, I try not to do it. It's your first podcast? Yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, oh shit. shit. Look at that. Oh, shit. <laughs> Shit, nobody yeah. validate me, man. Come on, man. <laughs> yeah. you, you probably be the first and the last. <laughs> All right, so let me get everything out that I need to get out today. Because uh, right now we're gonna have we're gonna have good, healthy, uh, informative conversation today. All right, we're gonna try to get as much as we can out of Buck. Uh, SoundCloud, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, wherever the fuck you get your podcast, I am there. Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com for any comments, questions, or concerns. If you want your question answered in the what segment, you can reach me there. That's Domino Effect Podcast at gmail.com. So, let's go ahead and get started. Let's just get in your business real quick. Okay. So, uh, Buck, where you from, man? 
I'm from Providence, Rhode Island. Providence, Rhode Island. Rhode Island. Now, what's it like growing up in Providence, Rhode Island? Um, it's like um, growing up in any hood. You know, any hood USA. There's a Broad Street. There's a Martin Luther King. There's all kind of stuff. <laughs> mm. Wherever you go in a hood, you're going to find that in, in, in a city. You may not think that because when you think of Rhode Island, you know, you say, hey, ain't no hood in Rhode Island. But uh, Providence, South Side, East Side, mm. is all of that, you know? I mean, when you travel outside of Connecticut and you say that you're from Connecticut, it's like, oh, it's all white people there. You get, you get the same, you you know, get the same, get the same thing, thing, right? Thing. No, I drove through Providence and I immediately knew it wasn't what I thought it was. <laughs> you know, it was like, hey. no, I was yeah. just like, all right. Now, people go downtown Providence to vacation because it's nice downtown. Mm. But I tell cats, don't go to, don't take that right over there because <laughs> you, you welcome to the hood. Right. You know? Now, did you get ever get mixed up in any of that street shit or any bad stuff while growing up in Rhode Island? Nah, I'm like the youngest one. I had a family. My, my, my older brothers were always involved in that stuff. Like, I had my brothers been in jail like most their whole life so i watched them mm. go through all those changes and deal with things and they kind of they kind of protected me because i was the one that played sports and i was into music so they protected me from the from the bad elements of the hood okay and kept my mind kept my head straight what sports you play i played basketball for a little bit yeah i was i was i don't let this weight fool you man well, well, <laughs> well, don't let nice. this weight fool you man <laughs> right. it wasn't nice nice huh <laughs> what you mean man <laughs> Oh, we get them out there, man. Oh, no, we can get them out there. <laughs> you know, you play? Yeah, I play a little bit. Are oh, you man. about my size, too? So I might get you down the paint. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a, I'm a guard out there, man. Are I you a guard? Yeah, I'm a big guard, man. Nah. Yeah, man, all little guards get posted. I get you <laughs> in that post, you fall out. <laughs> <laughs> now, you said that you was the youngest one and you were the one that's in the music, right? Right. So, what type of music did you gravitate towards early? Um, as a young as a like young man, yeah, I, my, I used to steal records from my brother when he came from the army. So it was a lot of like the the Parliament Funkadelic records, mm. those type of records, and the Rick James records until that hip hop record came. Because I was, um, man of my age. I mean, man of certain age. I've been on for a while, so I was mm. there at the beginning of hip hop. So at the very beginning, I was there mm -hmm. buying those records and you know and, and doing those things and trying to see what New York was doing, but mm. doing it in Providence. Okay, you know what was like the the first. Big hip hop record that you really got into that I loved the first hip hop record yeah. probably was a guy named Jimmy Spicer who just passed away. Song was called Super Rhymes. Mm. Um, it was like a twelve minute song. This cat never stopped. <laughs> twelve minutes blah, 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 kept kept going. I mm. feel like it have no hook either. Did it? Uh, no, <laughs> nah, not <laughs> no, super rhymes. No organization. <laughs> super rhymes. No bar count. Nothing. Man, Anybody but, that make a twelve yeah. minute song, it ain't no hook in sight. <laughs> I just want to rap, mama. <laughs> <laughs> so stuff like that I, I was into the rap Back in the day When you know The Fearless 4 Stuff like that mm -hmm. Of course Grandmaster Flash The Fearless 5 Treacherous 3 Cool Mo D You know Stuff like that Is when I started Getting into it mm -hmm. Okay Now did you have to Travel outside of Rhode Island To get the real feel Of hip hop Or was there like A scene in Rhode Island No there was a scene there um, Cause I saw what's going I, I saw what's going On in New York And I was like You know something I'm gonna start this thing here I'm gonna get these drum machines I'm gonna produce these beats I'm gonna uh, I'm gonna. I, I had a group. I put about four records out back in the day, and um, originally I'm a producer. Mm -hmm. You know, I used to do NPCs and all that stuff, and I would create the beats. I would just take that sound, take these records, create my own sound. Yeah. So what New York was doing in New York, I was doing in Providence mm. for the scene in Providence. So I'm sure the same thing was going on in Connecticut. There was some place in Connecticut where you had the skinny boys doing stuff. Right. <laughs> you know, stuff like that. And that's how I started. Still trying to get them up here. You haven't got them yet? No, nah, I haven't got them yet. I, I'm back and forth with them, but it's like, you know, one working nine to five, one own his own business. Yeah. And the other one is like, I don't even know where yet. Yeah. And it's funny because I grew up playing them guys and to come to Connecticut and to speak to them on, on mm -hmm. Instagram and text all the time is like amazing to me because I'm still a fan of those artists. I'm the biggest fan of artists back yeah. in the day and artists than you you would believe. Mm. And when I, I get like 
I'm like, you're skinny boys. <laughs> yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I'm like, what do you mean? Yeah. Groundbreakers. Like, yeah, yeah, Stizo? What do you mean? <laughs> you had the video out there. Sleeping back records, you're killing me. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm still a fan of all that. Now, being that you were around for like the inception of hip hop, did you think it would stay around as long as it did? Because a lot of people were like, oh, this is just a fad. This is like disco. Mm-hmm. Um, I kind of, I kind of knew it was gonna ch- change when I started seeing some of these rappers getting on these records, these other types of records, mm. and it didn't just stay in the hip hop world. I said once I seen somebody jump over on a uh, Melly Mel jump over on a Shaka Khan record, Shaka mm. Khan, Shaka Khan. I said, wait a minute, this is being accepted on different levels here. That's when I knew it had legs. Mm. Mm. Okay. Now, when did you actually like start doing music yourself? Like, like what age was that? I started producing music um, when I was probably seventeen years old. Okay. You know, I was um, played basketball in, in, in high school. I went to school for basketball, but um, I started getting into the music after I would just take my brother's records and um, listen to them. And I would listen to a certain record, whether it be a, a Rick James record, and I would hear something in the record. I said, "Wait a minute, not the whole record, but just a little piece." This little break me right here. Little piece right here. So, whether it be a two second or three second. So, if I get two of the same records and bring them back and forth, I can create my own thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so that's the story. That's the story of every DJ, and that's how we started doing it. Two records at the same time, back and forth, back and forth, creating your own thing. Mm. Taking something that they had, creating it for yourself. And then later on, when you get the drum machine, you can take something that they had and manipulate the sounds mm. and add bass lines from another record. So you can take, you know, a Stevie Wonder record uh-huh. and take a, a George Clinton record, two different sounds, and put them together. Mm. And you got your own thing. You feel like that's that's an element that's kind of missing today? It is, but it's going to come back. I can hear it coming back. Because, well, I'm speaking more kind of like the ethic. Because back then, if you wanted to, if you wanted to really, really be in music, you had to put the effort. Like you had to go out, you had to get records, mm. you had to actually perfect your craft. As to where now, you could buy a mic from anywhere and then just hop on and be like I rap. Mm. Right. I mean, I always say technology has made music really easy. I learned to appreciate good music and the art of music from going through what I went through, the struggles of buying mm-hmm. these records and the struggles of carrying and, you know, records to parties and drum machines not working and, mm-hmm. you know, the wires going to a party and your speaker blows out because of the wire or something mm-hmm. or your needles break. I've been through all of that. Yeah. You know, so I appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Now, were you working with artists when you were producing or you was just, just I making had, beats? I, I was working with artists. Um, I was working with every artist in Rhode Island and Providence mm-hmm. they came to me for the music the bigger ones and I had my own group out there too a group called the Magical Four mm-hmm. you know we had we pressed about our own records you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know sold them out the seat. where I used to work in a record store sold them out the record stores mm-hmm. and um, it was a good time back then okay now what's the next step after so so you're 17 and you're DJing or you're, or you're just producing at this mm-hmm. point Okay. My next step is um, I go to college after after I graduate high school for basketball. I end up in college, um, break my ankle, could never jump the same way again. You know, Damn. I was six. I was, back then I was a six, six feet forward center. I jumped over everybody. So when I broke the ankle, that dream was out the window. Mm. You know, so what I did, I joined a radio station, and I started my first radio station. I started Rhode Island College's first radio station, WXIN, back then, mm. and we start we formed a hip hop funk station. So what was your major in college? Communications. Communi- okay. Uh, you had the athlete major, right? <laughs> right. That's the athlete major. What you <laughs> Simple shit. What you going to go to school for? Ah, communications, man. Communications, man. Something man. Some easy. Yeah. So now you start the hip hop. St- well, you start a hip hop station or just a radio station? Um, the station was there. I I started the hip hop show. Show. Okay. Mm-hmm. 
you know, within that. It was a rock station, but they gave me my own sex segment of the show to do what you want to do. Hip hop and R&B, come on, let's go. We're gonna do this funk thing. Okay, let's now, it. now was it big at that point? Like, did it? Was it? Was it well received? Back then, it was big on campus. It was one of those stations that you only get on campus when you plug your radio into the wall. You mm. couldn't get it riding through in the car. You had it's like on closed circuit station, was, so you uh, had to be there. Was it W W X I N X I N? Yep. Yeah, W X I N. Okay, no, a little bit. <laughs> yeah. a little bit. So. You do the college radio thing, and so I'm guessing you do that from your freshman year to your senior year? Yeah, I do that, and I start doing parties. I start DJing, too. I've always been a DJ, but I started getting hired to do DJs, DJing, doing parties and stuff, so I did that for a while. Mm. Um, got kicked out the, out the dorm, because my sweet L was the party suite. Mm. <laughs> I, had, I had a roommate. You know them college dorms. <laughs> dorm rooms, wild right? boy. Yeah. Once you know, they figure it out, it's you. Them dorm rooms, I had a roommate, <laughs> and um, I mean, he was a Greek cat, and he he, oh, man. he couldn't move them records, them records was in his way. <laughs> so then the parties went down, and eventually they say, Buck, you got to go. You That's where the name Buck came there. from? He was Buck Wildin' over there, man? Was, nah, nah, but it's just, you got to go. <laughs> 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 You know, then after that, um, I worked at a record store. After that, after, I was still doing the parties. Mm. And after that radio station, I managed to do like every college radio station in the area because they all needed help. Brown University, WBIU. I helped. I helped. I started one of their rap shows, Midnight Madness. I started that show. Ninety five point nine. I mean, ninety five Yeah, yeah. They changed it right now. It's it's not like it used to be because it's not as big as it used to be. But they're still trying to do it right now. Mm. Then I went to um. W-R-I-U. I did a couple of shows there. WDO, I'm at Providence College. I did a show there. Eventually, I ended up at a station called Hot 106, which is the commercial station equivalent to Hot 937. Mm-hmm. You know, they see me doing all the stuff, working doing parties. The program director came to me and said, we want you to come work for us, you know, but you have to do a Saturday night. And I'm like, Saturday night? I'm making money on Saturday nights. I'm doing, <laughs> right. party. I'm doing yeah. parties every Saturday night, making good money back then for me, you know? Mm-hmm. But I had to make a decision. I said, okay, is radio something I want to do? Mm-hmm. Do I want to sacrifice this and, and stop making some money and do this midnight, this show? Mm. I sacrificed it. I gave up the clubs that night, and that's how I started radio. And it just grew from there. That, that has to be big, though, because I imagine back in that time, hip-hop wasn't as accepted or as in demand as it is now. Or or as lucrative. Nah, not, yeah, you're right. Yeah. You're right. But when you're going to college, you know, they got this thing called Harambe. Mm-hmm. You write our own checks. <laughs> yeah. How much you gonna charge for the party, Buck? Um, hold on. Hold on. I got a man who's in the, in the organization. Let me talk to him. Right. Let me figure this out. Let me figure this out. Mm. <laughs> but so, it was good. So you working at 106, right? right? And what's the next step from there? Um, at that time, I was still doing. I was working in a record store called Skippy White's. Mm. You know, I feel lucky because I've touched every part of the music industry. You know, from DJing to be, uh, producing to working in the record store and, and selling the mixtapes out the record store, ordering the records and dealing with every DJ in the state. Mm. I did that for a long time. I managed a store called Skippy White's. So mm. that was great. And um, at the same time, I was doing 106 and still doing the parties. But the program director from Connecticut, well, the general manager, Steve Zauhane, he called me mm. and said, hey, you have a contract over there at 106? I said, nah, I ain't got no contract. You think you want to come up here and do this station? Uh, let me check with the family. You know, after discussions, I ended up coming up here for a year by myself just mm. to t- test the waters. And I, I liked it. So we came back. We moved up here. Okay. And I've been here ever since, like 18 years ago. Hmm. Damn. So yeah. when you so when yeah. you get that initial tap on the shoulder, what's your first thought? What do you mean? Like, uh, was it just uh, you want to drop everything and go for this opportunity? Or it's like, I really got to weigh every single option that I have? Um, I think for me, my first thought was, okay, I've done everything I can do in Providence. I, I've accomplished a lot in Providence. In order for me to prove that I am who I think I am, I can take this and do it anywhere. 
So let me take this and do it anyway. Mm. Just to prove to myself something. Sometimes you're not sure. They're always yeah, going to yeah. love you. They're always going to love you at home. Yeah. You know, I'm going to go to a place where no one knows me and try to win people over. And when you first came over here, it was um, it was when 937 was first transitioning into hip hop, correct? Yeah. Like well, the they did station? that. They did that two years before I got here. Okay. No, it used to be a dance and oldie station. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they made that big flip to yeah. High 937. Mm-hmm. And it was running for two years like that, two or three years before I came here. Mm-hmm. Okay. So is that more pressure for you or less pressure? Coming in on like, hey, like I kind of got to build this up to be something, or is it? Um, it was kind of it was kind of pressure, but mm-hmm. I, I kind of I like pressure. You know, I like I want I have to I have to prove something to myself. Mm-hmm. I got to believe in myself in order to do something. So I came in. Knowing what I signed up for, yeah, you know, I said I'm, I can do this, and I, I implemented a system in there that works well with everyone. Yeah. You know, it's something that I would sit around for a long time. I sat around in Connecticut and just watched people, went out to the clubs and see what, and, listen, and listen to that station to see what was missing. Yeah. And finally, pieces started falling. You know, Connecticut needs this. Boom, boom, boom. Let me do this. Let me do yeah. that. And we put it together. So, what's your first, uh, I guess, act when you reach Hot Nine Three Seven? Like, what do you implement first? You see that, hey, we need this, that, and the third. Um, we need more mix shows. Mm-hmm. You know, we definitely need some mix shows. We got some great, I got to find some mixes. I got to find some good personalities. You guys have some great personalities, but I think we can add something here. Right. You know, so and um, some local people. Let me grab some local people, put mm-hmm. them on. You know, the mix shows. Oh, oh wait a minute. So you're telling me Hartford's the third largest population of West Indians in the, in the country? You got New York, you got Miami, and you got Hartford? And you guys don't have a reggae show? Mm-hmm. Boom, reggae show. You know, because I think that was something the station was missing. Right, yeah. definitely. Coming from Rhode Island, you know, late at night, um, I said, why don't I do this at night? Let me just change it over to late night love. Because, you know, at nighttime, people are getting off work. Favorite segment. You know? <laughs> <laughs> so Linda Reynolds was already there. Yeah. And she was the perfect person for late night love. And it's been running <sighs> 19 years. It's been running yeah. straight. You know? And it's, it's different for a rhythmic station like ours. People confuse the station because they think it's an urban station. Yeah. We're a rhythmic station. Yeah, I just I'm urban leaning. Mm. I do a lot yeah. of urban, I do a lot of urban things for a rhythmic it's, it's station. Exactly listed as urban leaning. Yeah, ar- <laughs> yeah, ar- yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a urban rhythmic, rhythmic station, but people don't understand that. Yeah, you know because of we're in Connecticut. Mm. You know. Yeah. Now, are you solely the program director, or program director, or are you just DJing and pro- program directing? Or like, what are you doing? Are you wearing like multiple hats at this point? Uh, yeah, I'm the program director. Um, I co-host the morning show and I do the mixing in the morning. The show I'm mixing the old school block. So that's that's when you first started there. We no, about when now. I first got there, I was the APD, assistant program director. Mm-hmm. Okay. And after a year, I became the program director. Mm-hmm. You know, when I got there, um, I was doing afternoons for a little while, but then what happened? Um, uh, there was another station that popped up, a station called Power One Hundred Five, I think. Power One Hundred Four. Power One Hundred Four. I'm thinking, yeah. yeah. Power mm-hmm. One Hundred Four popped up, and um, they had watched um, Star and Buck Wildin, mm-hmm. mm. and my girl Nancy Barrow was on the morning show by herself. Mm-hmm. I know the game. I know Austin Buckeye. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're gonna yeah. go. They're gonna go after her. Yeah, they out there. I'm not saying I can protect her, but let me go down there and give you some support. Yeah, mm-hmm. definitely. So I gave up the afternoons or the midday, the afternoons, and I went down there and I've been there ever since. You know, and we've been with him ever since. Okay. Love Stalin Buck. I mean, his podcast is crazy. His, t- his YouTube is crazy. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> it's, so crazy. It's, it's nothing but screaming. Yeah, it's, it's, <laughs> it's nothing but screaming. He's so crazy. I mean, he can't get hired nowhere else, so he might as well yeah, be yeah. online and do a podcast. Yeah, or yeah. Now, what's do you remember like your first day on the radio at at nine three seven? Uh, 
my first day was more like you know I do remember the first day because I, I knew Jenny Boom Boom. Jenny Boom Boom used to work for me in Providence. Mm-hmm. I, I knew her my whole life, and she she left the Providence came up here before me. So I was really really talking to her and getting to know the DJs. You know, talked to a lot of DJs and um, just seeing how they felt about the station. Mm-hmm. Not not really trying to fit in. Like I'm the kind of, I'm not I'm I'm the kind of boss where I'm not gonna say I'm gonna win. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna do all the work. We you know. Yeah. You guys fall on. I'm, I'm gonna fall on with you and get up. You guys need help doing something. I'm gonna do it with you. I gotta prove to them that I'm one of them. Yeah. You know, mm. I hate that that boss word. No, no, I get what you're saying. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, it's there, but yeah, that'd just, be a blessing to have Linda Reynolds. Her, I don't know why her voice is so perfect. It's just, it, it is. Like, you know, it's you know, been like, that way for you. It's just so yeah, soothing like and just soothing motherly voice. It's like yo, you ever seen the uh, the Warriors? Yeah. Remember the oh, lady, yeah, the lady on the radio <laughs> was giving all the gang announcements. Yeah, you know, she got one of them perfect voices where you were yeah. like, yeah, this is incredible. But it's hey, Bobbles. Yeah, she's been doing it for a long time and she mastered that thing. There was there's no perfect, no better place than that for her. Yeah, not mm. seriously. Night love. Cause right. she'd be introducing them songs and I'd be like, oh, this the one. Mm. <laughs> I'm like, this, this the one right here. Mm-hmm. Now, now the whole time that you've been there, uh, do you, do you have a favorite guest that you've had? I know it's a whole rolodex of people. Man, yeah, you really just made him try. Yeah, to just make like, like you know go back to the beginning. But just as of like recently, I know Fat Joe was up there recently. Fat Joe's always one of my favorite guests. No matter how, much, how many times he comes, he's the best story. One of the best storytellers in hip hop. Yeah. Right, hear, right. To hear him tell a story about situations is amazing. And he's one of the guys who who's still here from back in the day when I was doing yeah, it. Right. It's rare to have somebody still doing it to yeah. this day. He was on record labels. I mean, he's at ref. You got a flow, Joe. You got He's done everything. Mm, yeah. And he's still here making records. Like Fab is still here making records mm. in a world in a world of disposable artists who come and go, microwavable artists who come and go. These guys managed to stand the test of time and still be here, yeah. mm. which is hard to do. They got oh, no, catalog. The most difficult. You know, a lot of artists don't even catalog. Yeah. Now, since you've been here at at uh, Hot Nine Three Seven, what changes have you seen in the Connecticut music scene? I've seen them getting smarter. Um, like I say, technology, you can do so much things with technology. They've grown. They're starting to listen more. And um, at the end of the day, I think it's better than, than it used to be. Mm. I mean, with the help of the Spotify's and the YouTube, they have other avenues to be heard. Mm. Whereas back then, they had no avenues to be heard. Mm. You know, right now, they have different ways to be heard. Some of them still rely on 937 for success. They rely on me for their success. Some of the other ones find different ways to succeed, where it, whether it be the YouTube world, whether it be, you know, ESPN, the, well, the games, the mm. gaming consoles. You can find money there, too. You can find yeah. money in different ways. And I ask people, where do you want to be successful at? Where do you want to live comfortable at? Because when you live comfortable on a radio station, does it last? Mm. You know, it's they're getting better at it. So are you a radio guy saying that people don't necessarily need the radio? I'm a radio guy saying that people at the end of the day need the radio to take them to the next level. Okay. You know, to get out there, you have the Spotify's, you have the SoundClouds to be heard. You know, yeah. if, if, if there wasn't no SoundCloud, a lot of these guys wouldn't be as big as they are right now. Right. You know, because you go on one radio station, that's it. Mm. So, what what do you see? Where do you see radio and Hot Nine Three Seven specifically kind of going moving forward? Because the idea now is more or less like radio is kind of being a thing of the past, where it's more going towards digital content as far as like YouTube and things like that. Like, is Hot Nine Three Seven trying to kind of go into that lane, or you sticking to your guns? No, we got to do both. We got to find a way to do both. We got to have mm-hmm. our own our content too. We got to have our own podcast too. You know, at the end yeah. of the day, radio is always going to be you know important to the local people. Yeah, to the to locals. You know, mm. when when satellite came, everyone thought the radio was going to die. 
you know. I, I said, okay, we got a problem. There's no commercials. There's nothing going on. Mm. It's just all music. And sometimes when you give someone an opportunity to say what you want to say, yeah. you say anything. And I've heard some some satellite say anything for the shock value. Mm. That's not always good, you know. And with radio, we're going to provide you with local content. Who won your high school game last week? You know, I was at... You know, Starbucks, and I saw my man right there. How many people can say that? Mm, yeah. That's 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 our gift right there. We stay local. Okay. You know, we can't beat them. If um, the satellites, all they want to do is no commercials, but then they have commercials now. Mm. They always said that, but you hear commercials in satellite. You know, so I think it's stay local, be very local, and win. Be one with the people. Talk how they talk. Mm. Go where they go. Yeah, right. You're gonna bump into me in the streets. Mm. You know. So. As far as moving along in the digital age, why isn't How 937 doing more digital content? I think we, we, we are getting into it. I mean, we, it's something that we missed a ball on. Mm, like, yeah. I'm not going to lie. We missed a ball on it. Okay. You know, it came so fast. You know, we have to do this one thing very, very good. Mm. Now, this is coming. We're catching up. Mm. We're putting thing, piece, um, parts in place right now so we can ke- keep up and keep it going. Mm. You know, it is something I think a lot of radio missed a ball on that. You know? Well, when We're I one of them. Well, when I watch like uh, you know, obvious Hot Nine Seven and the Power One Hundred Five, they've mm-hmm. been doing digital content since mm-hmm. about maybe four or five, six years ago, maybe even further down the line than that. And it seems like Hot Nine Three Seven is just stuck in this complacent place where it's just like, all right, we're just gonna do this radio content, throw a couple shows during a year, and then we're nah, done with that. Nah, we're in the process of doing. It. When you talk about the stations you mentioned, top ten markets, mm, yeah. they're different. You know, it's a, it's the number one market in the country, right. in the world, probably. Yeah, yeah. So they have people who they have to do this. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. My thing is radio, 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 radio. Mm. Yeah, digital TV, video, uh, but now it's radio, video. We gotta be, yeah. we gotta be the same. Now, is that kind of like a gift and a curse for you though? Because it's like with you, with us being in Connecticut, it's like, uh, it's we're literally right in the middle. It's mm-hmm. like you got Boston, you got Providence up here, mm-hmm. you go down here, you got New Jersey, you got mm-hmm. New York. Where it's like you guys kind of just monopolize Connecticut, kind of. Yeah. So now at that now is that kind of a product of that too? Where you're just like, all right, we got the state, so we're good. Nah, I'm always I always want to do better. I always want to do more. Mm-hmm. I always want to do more. I'm never going to be content. Yeah. You know, I see what's going on. I'm 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 in, I'm in these places, so I see everything's going on, and we're putting the pieces in place to make this thing work. Yeah. So what's the next logical step? Like y'all kind of transitioning more towards like YouTube or. Mm. Uh, we have a YouTube channel just to build a YouTube channel up in the mm-hmm. website and build it up too. I mean, we have a bunch of podcasts, getting a lot of um, individuals with their own podcasts, specializing mm-hmm. in what they want to talk about, whether it be sports, whether it be music. You know, they they have their own podcast to fit their personality. That's my next move. Mm-hmm. Okay, okay. Now, what's the demographic that you're trying to reach? I'm trying to get everybody. I'm. It's like, like I say, we're rhythmic. I want eighteen forty five. You know, I'm, I'll say 16 right now because music, the listeners are younger right now. Those those ones that are picking the songs. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but ZMX has a, a unique ability to reach, you know, that older demo too. People that are 45, 18 years ago, they grew up on the station, so they're still with us. Mm-hmm. And we have this new, this new age that that are coming in too. They don't they don't live in that radio world. Only when they're in the car going to school, mm-hmm. you know. So we have to appease them too. So I think um, our demographics. I'm going to say 18, 34. Mm-hmm. You know, and when the ratings come out, 
We've been we're number one in forty five. <laughs> You'd be surprised. Yeah. We're number one in in that forty five age bracket too. Yeah. We're number one across the board. Mm. Yeah, because the reason why I I, I kind of asked like what was the next step as far as YouTube. Because just me being around like my younger siblings mm-hmm. and stuff like that, you you start to realize that at that age they they almost don't know that radio exists. You're right. It's kind of one of those things as to where like you look at NBA where it's like you can't tell somebody about Jordan while they know is LeBron. Right. So it's like if I'm taking my nephew to school, he literally has his headphones on. Mm-hmm. He's he's on YouTube either watching music videos or watching interview clips or something like that. Mm-hmm. And then even when I'm in a car, I kind of have to remind myself to go all right let me kind of see what's in the loop and listen to the radio because i got my aux aux cord going you got it going yeah Yeah, so it's like now it's like as far as radio what's even how do you get past that other than you know kind of y'all moving the content strictly to like youtube or another platform like that making it more available this thing right here this phone yeah Mm. you know those old apps we had the radio.com app we're making that better and faster yeah Mm. in content this thing this right here is is radio right now yeah Mm. how many people got radios at home Nobody. Nobody. <laughs> your alarm might go off and wake you up. Yeah. It's a radio. Yeah. It's mostly, you know, and mostly you in the listen car. listen to radio in your car. Yeah. yeah. You know, hopefully. But if we have the right things, and it's easily accessible through this thing right here, mm-hmm. you know, that's the plan to be more accessible handheld. Yeah. You know, that's the way it's going. So how do you, how do you feel about your potential competitor in Connecticut as far as, well, if you were to go like digital? What's this? Is it digital elite radio? Yeah, elite that's digital radio. Right now? Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I like him. Well, They're me cool. personally, I don't like him. You know, <laughs> no, I know <laughs> out there. I ain't never liked him. Me personally, you know. I tried. I I gave him some chances, and I was uh, like, eh, not for I mean, me. I, yeah, that's my man, Big Ty. They'll, they'll. I mean, I don't. I think there's a there's a lane for everyone. Mm. I don't look at him as competition. You know, okay. I want people to do what they do. Yeah. You know, we're gonna get, continue to do what we do. In other um, words, I'm like, we're coming for you. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> nah, that, that was a political way. <laughs> nah, I mean, I, I, not looking I at you, little niggas. You know, that's a fact. I mean, it is what it is. Now, um, a lot of the shows that you throw help Connecticut artists. Now, for those who don't know and who don't know how to use a computer, it seems like people still don't know how to get a song on the motherfucking radio. Mm-hmm. So asking a program director right now in front of me, how does an artist, an independent artist from Connecticut get a song on a radio in rotation? What's the appropriate way to do it? Appropriate that's way, that's yeah. the, what's yeah. the appropriate yeah. way is to shoot me an email or shoot me your email or anyone that jocks the email because they're going to get the record to me. Get, mm. They're going to get the MP3 or the WAV file to me and get me to listen to it. Do like you did. Mm. Do, do what you do. I'll just pester you. Stay on me. Okay. Because if you have any idea how many songs I get a day mm-hmm. and Everyone can make a record these days, man. Yeah, yeah. Everyone can get, you know, you can get an app on his phone right now and make a beat. And next thing you know, you got 16 and I'm going to send this to DJ Buck. It's not going to be a master. It's not going to be a mix. Mm. And if he don't play this record, I'm not going to like Buck. Fuck yeah. him. Mm. I get, and it's just, pester me and make a record that's going to raise his hand. Yeah. Back in the day, when we send records out or when people would send out before the MP, before the um, MP3, mm. when people send me albums and CDs, CDs, they would make it so different, you know. The album would come yeah. in a red box, yeah. just so it stands out, you know, amongst the other stuff that's in a regular envelope. Yeah. And I'm like, wait a minute, the damn box is bright red. Maybe I should see what's in there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, you got to stick your hand, stick your arm out. You got to do something different. So what's to the get my attention? What's the? I don't want to say social media. Like, what's the digital equivalent to you, to to somebody to go, hey. I think I have a record because personally I've had local artists go, Hey, like I'm trying to get this mm-hmm. to the radio or do whatever the case may be. And I'm like, all right, well, like what's your following? Like, 
Mm-hmm. Because if I send you a record and you see I got 10 followers, you're going to be like, let me go right mm-hmm. past this. Spam. Mm-hmm. Yes, exactly. So like, what's what's the what do you think is the best possible way for an artist to kind of go to get directly to you? Um, I would say the social network is good to get get some hits on there, and and just you, I want your name to ring bells. Yeah, mm. I want your name to stand out. So if I call you, or if my, some some of the younger people at the station may come to me and say, "Yo, Buck, this right here, this kid right here is making noise." Yeah, I said, "Whoa, okay, uh, let me let me pay attention to him. Mm-hmm. Make noise. Yeah, do shows. You know, draw some people, build your fan base." Mm-hmm. And have some kind of structure. When mm. I mean structure, I mean real structure. And not have your man's name as your manager. Mm. And who, who who doesn't even know what media base is. Yeah, yeah. You know, doesn't know that it's a business at the end of the day. Mm. And you have to invest in yourself. Make the videos hot. Yeah. You know, travel to Boston. Travel to New York. It's right there. Get in the mix of these things. Mm. You know, go get it. Don't wait for it, you know, for someone to give it to you. You got to go grab it. Because yeah. mm. everyone is doing it. Some of them are great. Some aren't that great. And the funny thing is, the ones that aren't that great sometimes go further than the ones that are great. Yeah. Because they have other other things around them. The great ones don't have, don't seem to have the structure. Some of them don't. Mm-hmm. For records on the radio, you feel some trash records on the radio. Oh, and yeah. You, and you wonder why. The structure, they have things around them. Now, is there ever a record that you take a chance on and it might not necessarily have the buzz that you're looking for? Because I say that because... The Snow record, Yank mm-hmm. Rhythm. Mm-hmm. I first heard that from him. Mm-hmm. It was like early in the game. Like yeah. the record wasn't even buzzing like that. But I heard right. from him. I was like, oh, this shit gonna go. Mm-hmm. But I'm not hearing the radio play it. So I'm like, does it actually like need to pick up more steam? Like, yo, the streets is talking about it. It's just not just not being played on the radio because <laughs> I didn't hear a snow until like what? Middle of last year? Yeah, yeah. Like I ain't I ain't heard time. one song from her. It's just I heard that one. That's you what the perfect song of. That's the one, that's the one that when I heard it. I was watching the videos. People, sh- they were sharing their videos, and, I, and mm-hmm. as soon as I heard it, mm. I said, "Wait a minute!" Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. this you is, got that this feeling. Is, and people asked me, "Buck, you know, why there's so much controversy about that record and that, and that sound?" But, "Buck, why that song? Why you gotta, you gotta see it?" I didn't hear it; I just saw something. Yeah. You know, the video was done. And I heard the sound like Wait everything fit. Yeah, everything, everything fit. fit. You know, the music fit. Show did a great job with that record. Yeah. You know, only thing I said was, "Okay, he's gonna have a problem with that sample." Yeah, 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 it's yeah. very, very simple based. Yeah, which turned out to be you a know? fact. Yeah, <laughs> shout, to Sean, yeah. shout out to Sean, man. You know, shout to Sean. You know, and they went through the things. You know, they got their deal and everything, and now they re, they re- remix it, put it out with Young and May. Mm-hmm, the video mm-hmm. did a million views in twenty four hours. Yeah, World Star. Yeah, yeah, one point five in a day. But that's one that I jumped on. Mm-hmm. Like no radio played it. Like you said, no radio played it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And right now that they re released it, other is now the whole country gonna get get a chance to hear it. Mm. So I'm hoping they pick it up and hear the same thing that I hear and see the same thing like same thing that yeah. I saw. Mm. So even even with that, how even going back to 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 Yank Rhythm, how it's like how difficult will it be to actually get something like that? Because just me personally, um, like I'm not from here. I'm from North Carolina, mm-hmm. so I don't have the same I don't have that same thought process as like oh I'm from Connecticut, so we have to stay in Connecticut. And Connecticut is responsible for getting us popping. So, because I'm sure that with the snow, for me, kind of moving around a little bit, it, it picked up some leverage in, in New York. It right. picked up some leverage yeah. in Jersey, and right. it kind of funneled back. Where now it seems like some people are like, "Hey, I feel like Hot 937 is solely responsible for for breaking new talent." Mm. And so now, how involved are you guys into trying to find that next song that you guys could possibly be like, "Hey, this is homegrown talent. We noticed the first, we put it out." Um, 
I try to, I try to be very involved. I mm-hmm. try to, I mean, we have the Up Next show, which is the hour on that, yep. on that, with Michi, you know what yes, I'm saying? But, Michi. And Michi has, does a great job finding music too, because I can't Hell be, yeah. I can't be everywhere. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to do too many things, and Michi's one of my go-to guys yeah. that gets me the hot songs. But I, 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 I can be responsible for some of the stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. I try to be, I can only do what I can do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? Annoyed. Yeah. The Lucky mm-hmm. Record. He brought me that record, he sat down with me. That shit should have been way bigger than what it was, oh. yeah. Well, like, you know, you know my gripes would annoy. It. I mean, <laughs> we all got gripes with annoy, but that should have been like, like annoy should be fucking out of here with that. Like when you got the women and the kids, I feel like you're good. You got the summer. You got like that's that that was the record for him. But that was the record I heard. And I said I'm gonna play this record. Why? Yeah. Why? But because it's something to it. It's something. It's something to it. And, and it's a bunch of records that I, I put on the radio. And, and I, um, with the the problem is some of them have is that next step. Mm-hmm. What's the next step? Yeah. After ninety three seven, you know, yeah. where do you go from there? I ask people that all the time when they go, when they go, like I want to hear my song nine three seven. I'm like, why? I'm like, what's the what's the next? Yeah, what's the next goal? Because a lot of times we'll go, he'll go, hey, I want to go on nine three seven, and then if you guys take a chance and you play the record, it's like, what are you doing next? And if you don't play it, it's like then they shut nine three seven, where they're like, oh, they're not playing. It. And I'm like, well, if you don't really listen to the radio, then. Mm-hmm. What was your focus going anyway? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, I get that a lot. I mean, it's tough f- for me, leaving some of my DJs, you know, because I'm the bad guy if I don't play it. And, and if I do play it and they don't know what they're doing, I'm going to look at them. I'm not going to say nothing. Mm-hmm. I'm going to look at them and be like, eh, yeah. what's next? Structure. Who's yeah. your management? Where do you go? How do you, oh, you want to get your show um, in Boston? I'm not going to make that call for you. Yeah. You want to get your record on in Providence? I'm not going to do that. Mm-hmm. You gotta have somebody who can do that. Yeah. A lot of them, they're managing them. Yeah. Do it for them. And they don't have that number in their phone or those contacts to make that call. Well, is it what you being what you being the PD, is it as simple as that? Is be going, hey, we got the record to you, you like the record, you're like, let me put it in rotation. Is it that simple or is it another Never process that, that goes to it? Oh yeah. I know I'm I'm just trying to clear it up. <laughs> no, I'm just I'm because no, because it's, believe it's, me, a lot of artists are under the assumption that they go, hey, we get this record to a DJ. A DJ like it, he's at nine three seven, so he has the power to do whatever no, he wants during his time. No, no, it's not that easy. It takes. I mean, I want to, I, I, like I said, I want to look at the complete artist, not a song. Mm-hmm. I want to look at the whole team. Mm. You know, at the end of the day, could I do it if I wanted to? Of course, mm-hmm. I did it with Annoyed. I did it with Snoopa. Mm-hmm. I could do it, but that record has to be crazy. Okay. It's got to be hot. So now, is it, is it more or less like your DJs bring you stuff? Like, hey, we have this record here all the time. Okay, all the time. And in order for it to get played, um, they would give it to me first, and I would okay it. Okay, you know, all the time I get I get a lot of X from DJs. Okay, you know. Now, is there ever a record that you heard on the radio and said, "Huh, this don't belong here"? <laughs> everyone knows the answer. <laughs> I can I can I can name one right now. I hate this song <laughs> so X. much. Hey, everyone knows the answer. Little Nas X when you first heard that record, you're like, "What are we doing?" No, no, see, no, see. <laughs> I, I was Did the complete opposite that? side. When I first heard Lil Nas X, I said, "Oh, this this is a great song." I said, "This is yeah, one. Old Town Road." What's I knew it was a hit off rip. What, no. What's what's that song that that every it seems like every time I turn the radio is song. Which one? It's like uh, Uno, Uno Toast. Toast. Oh my God, that song. Mbj, so I hate that song. Song is done now. So like now, are you guys now? Are you guys kind of in a position as to where you're like, all right, this song is hot nasty, so we put it in rotation. Or is it more or less like, okay, like a, a radio state, well, not a radio state, like a label's kind of like, hey, we need you to push this, or 
It's all that. The labels want to push it, but you have to, you look at you got to look at a lot of different things. I got a lot of tools to judge whether I play records or not. Yeah. You know, I look at the Shazams, mm-hmm. I look at the media base, I look at the, the charting of a record if it if it even charted. Mm-hmm. I look at that, and if I see if I see if New York is playing it or Boston is playing, I got a few mm-hmm. key stations I look at. Yeah, you know, besides New York and mm-hmm. Boston, there's mm-hmm. a few other stations that I look at and see where it, where it is on that playlist. Mm-hmm. And I see things that that the listeners don't see yeah. with the records and how they grow and how big they are. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I'll make a judgment from there in guts. I got a lot of guts because I'll, I'll grab a song that doesn't make any sense and, it, and it'll be in a good song, mm-hmm. you know, and then luckily for me, you know, Hot will pick it up or Boston will pick it up and they'll start running it. Okay. So guts, it's a guts move too, but it takes a lot. Now, is there ever an issue like this age old thing of payola? Is there an issue with it? Is, is there, always is, is there an issue with it now though? Because I, I mean, more so I hear of it like it's not going on now. It's kind of like this underlying thing like, oh, mm-hmm. nobody takes payola. But like mm-hmm. back in the day, it was more like known like, oh, these these. Oh, no. Oh, no, DJs. No, no, no. no, no I, I hear it today. <laughs> I mean, you I hear, hear it today, today, but it's like it's, in like spurts. Yeah, it it, yeah. It, it starts to become a mixed bag because when I hear it, it's mm. like I got to try to use my filter. Right. Because it comes from all artists. So we may have, so not saying like hypothetically, we'll be like, hey, I talked to Buck and he said he wanted $800 to play my song. <laughs> yeah. But then if I go in and I, and I look at and I go and look at somebody's page and they have... 200 followers not doing whatever i'm like okay this could be somebody that's just disgruntled or something like right. that mm, right. whereas I, I know real cases where i've seen mm. people go and talk to djs and they they charge them three four five hundred dollars to open up for for artists or something like that for yeah. Sure. yeah yeah is that payola uh yeah kind of no i think if something's always going to be around there's always going to be that yeah. cloud around the music industry about payola mm-hmm. you know it could exist yeah. you know for me give me the record mm-hmm. i mean it's so dangerous these days. Yeah. And now it's it now it's every time the elections come up, it comes up again. So mm. it's in the news big time right now. Yeah. About Payola. So it is out there. Yeah. Mm. Now, um, do you feel necessary need to help every artist that comes to you for help? I try to be, but I realize I can only I can only be one person and you know, I have one radio station. I can't help everybody. Mm. You know? And that's the that's that's the bad thing. If I can help every artist who came in, mm. I would play. I would play no Jay Z on the radio. I would play none of that stuff on the mm. radio. It would be there's enough. There's enough local artists to play it 24 hours a day. Yeah, there's enough artists, but is there are, are there enough, enough good, good artists? artists? That's, that, the question. That's, that's the big but thing. Everyone say everyone thinks they are that good. Yeah, and the picking. Oh no, 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 oh no! I'll tell you. Yeah, if you're not that good. We'll tell you. Like, <laughs> yeah. If you right never, now, if you never listen to this podcast, <laughs> you know, we will tell you if you're it's not about good. About six niggas out this whole state that I absolutely like, mm-hmm. love, and like I think they're going. They like they have that star ability. They yeah. have that star quality that they're going to the next level. It, yeah, it's just a lot of niggas rapping and, and making noise and music too. Like I don't necessarily think they belong on a radio. Have I heard them on a radio? Yeah, but mm-hmm. do I think they belong there? Would I play them on my station? Probably not. Yeah, I don't, I don't mean, like I say, I don't, I want to help everyone, but I know I can't, mm. you know, I, I try my best to help the best ones when they get, to, when they get to me and I miss a few, I miss a lot, mm-hmm. you know, cause I can't catch everything Yeah, and I got to admit, people be like, okay, but do you know everything is hot? I miss a whole lot, Yeah, but I try to do my best to help the state and, 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 and play their music and educate them yeah. in the local scene. I can only do so much, mm-hmm. you know, people, and then I get to, I, I always hear Look, you don't play enough local music, but when I go to New York, I hear all local stuff. Mm. Who's local in New York? Think about it. 
a boogie. Well, I say, <laughs> yeah. I, I say that, I say that Pop all the smoke time right now. Yeah, you know, who, you I, know? I say it all the time. I go as much as because since we're such a small state and we don't really have an established music scene, mm-hmm. like it's an artist that you can just point to and go, "Hey, that's Connecticut." Mm-hmm. Yeah, I feel like that. That's that's why they look at it like that way. So because mm-hmm. if you look at, say, if you look at a J Cole, just me being from North Carolina, mm-hmm. he started breaking in New York, right. where it's like you kind of got to reach out and kind of get your own thing going, and then it kind of comes down to pipeline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And as to where there are, like he said, there's about five or six artists that are here where I'm like, anytime I hear something from them, it's consistency, is they have the talent, good music, good structure, and then, but they don't know how to really get it to the pipeline of you guys. Mm-hmm. Right. So now, what they, kind of going back to what's the appropriate way. So like, should they try to get it to the DJ and then they push it to you or should they just be kind of working everything? They should be trying to do everything, but they, what they should do is get some hire somebody mm-hmm. who can sit down in these offices and talk to these people. A lot of a lot of program directors um, aren't like me. Yeah, you know you have to get, go through the APD. You you'll never get to them. They're suit and tie guys. Yeah, I'm I'm not a suit and tie type. You see me? I'm not that. You come right. this is how I am in the office. <laughs> yeah. you know what I'm saying? You have to have someone who can talk that talk, who has those numbers. So it may take you some kind of money mm-hmm. to hire this independent promoter or this person their job is to get you on the radio yeah. and they'll start you here providence maine boston it's it's a circuit yeah. and then it spreads but you're gonna have some kind of disposable income to be successful yeah you gotta have money that you're willing to lose yeah. and if you end up winning from it you win but if you lose you can't be mad because you gave it your best shot yeah now away from the music side now just talking about radio What's the process to get on the radio or to have a job at, at a hot nine three seven or something like that? To get to um to get a job? Just a like an internship, a job, just a you know, somebody to look over my resume, just something. Um go to the website. We we're hiring interns all the time and um send something now, to us. Is that interns that have been in college or is that like somebody off the street? Some it can be both. Summertime, somebody in college. Year okay. round, someone off the street, they'll hire you. Okay. You know? But you got to have, I mean, interns, you got to find out what you want to do, what you're interested in, what you, is it programming, is mm-hmm. it sales? There's so many departments at radio. Mm-hmm. You know, a lot of people come in wanting to be on the radio right away. Yeah, yeah that's, that's not going to happen. You know, what, what I find is we live in a world of, you know, everyone wants to be in front of the camera. Mm-hmm. When I hire people for radio, I want you to know how to do everything. Right. You know, if there's a board, you got to know how to run. Because yeah. you're going to be in there by yourself with the board. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. people are so spoiled with, hey, turn that camera on. I'm, a, I'm I'm just gonna talk. Yeah, I don't have to learn how to run that board. Mm. I need you to do that. I need you to be you know do everything. Yeah, like, it's not just about the voice. There's a lot of stuff that goes behind being on the radio. People don't see. Yeah. Now take Jenny Boomba for instance. <clears throat> Her voice is great, and she can run that board blindfolded. Right. I don't think she's self sufficient. I don't have to worry about anything. Mm-hmm. When you hire someone, I need you to be at least that. You know. So now when you're now when you're looking to pick people, now what are you looking for as far as like? personalities lifestyle driven mm-hmm. they gotta know the station they gotta live the lifestyle i want somebody who lives the lifestyle okay especially these days you know you have to know what's going on i want somebody who can talk about a story without doing the research because that's what they talk about yeah. all, every day that's mm-hmm. who the, her and her girls talk about that on a regular mm-hmm. him and his man talk about it on a regular and then research you know it you live it yeah you know, it comes in handy, but if everyone comes in doing the research, you got to think that everyone in the country is doing the same research and everyone's YouTube's the same thing or everyone's Googling the same thing and they're getting the same story. And sometimes you get the, you get the problem with every DJ in the country 
telling the same story the same way because yeah. that's what they saw when they re- researched it. I need you to take that story, make it your own, mm. but keep it true. Yeah, so now, do you guys ever, because this has always been one of my, one of the, the questions that I had in my head. So now, when you guys are looking for, like, these personalities, now, are you guys looking to kind of outsource, for say? So say, like, if, say if you catch wind to somebody that has a great personality, you think it'd be great mm-hmm. for radio, off of Instagram or something like that, and they're in Florida or something like that. Do you guys ever think to be like, hey, let's grab him, give him a shot because he brings his Florida audience mm-hmm. with him. That kind of. Yeah, that's tough because we probably can't pay him what they want to pay him. Oh, you know, that, we still that, have, that, we still have people point. under contract at <laughs> the station. We have all our full timers under contract and mm-hmm. I can't. And if you come in as a part timer from Florida, they're not going to pay you that. Yeah. Yeah. You know, you think about their life, how they're living. Yeah. yeah. Well, most of these Instagram gigs, they ain't living that well. So they might they might take it. Exactly. Like if I got something over my head, they just like I'll take it. And it, and, mm. and then again, if that does happen, you know, the thing comes down to sacrifice again. Yeah, yeah. If mm. you love what you do, are you willing to sacrifice what you have yeah. to to make your life how you want it to be? Mm. You know, we sacrifice a lot. Now the hosts that have been at the station, they've pretty much been there since the inception mm-hmm. of the station, mm-hmm. right? Now, being that you work in, I guess, if you want to call it urban music or like hip hop or whatever, like you work in this young genre, mm-hmm. is there ever a point where you guys want to bring in younger energy? Um, that's what I try to do. I mean, I you got Michi. I brought Michi in a few years ago. Mm-hmm. I had um, Brittany J in there with Big Man. I seen that right. uh, Michi got yeah. the promotion too. Congratulations. Yeah, congratulations to Michi. Yep. He's been working hard, so he's got the promotion directed job. Um, so I try to surround our veterans, you know, with younger talent. Mm-hmm. You know, I I understand that. You know, even me, I have um, Genesis on the morning show. You know, yep. Stevie's on the morning show, too, just to bring that younger Hispanic side in yeah. the younger side. You know, because I, yeah, I talk a different language. Nancy talks a different language, you mm, know. Yeah. I got grandkids, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Right. So I look in the mirror sometimes and I, I tell myself, yo, Buck, you know, you're not like young like you used to be, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know. Ankle gone, and, man. Yeah, ankle left years ago, man. And so I surround myself with people who talk that talk and walk that walk. Um, luckily for me, I don't live the lifestyle of somebody my age. Mm-hmm. This music thing, this hip hop thing, you know, that just boom bap gave me a job. It, it made me successful. I'll never turn my back on it. Yeah. I live this stuff. I breathe this stuff. Mm-hmm. And that's just how I live my life. People are like, but why you still go to New York three times a week? What are you doing? Mm-hmm. It's my life. Yeah. I owe this. I owe this. Yeah. You know. So with you, with you guys making a push for digital content now, are you planning to bring in all new fresh faces? Because me, being completely honest, mm-hmm. I've I kind of when I start looking at radio stations, I kind of look at how everybody maneuvers around. Of course, you go with the higher guys like ninety seven and stuff mm-hmm. like that, as to where it's like they kind of they kind of have the advantage because the more notable faces within them is kind of their selling point. So it's mm-hmm. like you have Ebro who could branch off and do a podcast because right. he he's so well known. Right. Now, are you guys kind of looking to use the same people to kind of go into the digital stuff or are you kind of going to branch out and do something different? Because like I've listened to Big Reg podcast before. Mm-hmm. Um, I've watched um, Kid Fresh. I've seen like he does like the interviews like outside the station. Right, right. And when you watch that, you kind of it, it kind of comes off as like, OK, we need this needs to be freshened up i mean i have people in place right now that can do that okay and i'm working at that we're working on that so mm-hmm. i do have people and who knows down the line that there are people out there that out there that i do like you know that i may bring in you know mm-hmm. but right now i think i've got the right people in mm-hmm. and when i get them situated and going it'll be cool yeah so even then like so now do you guys do you guys kind of 
look at other stuff in Connecticut to be like, okay, we see this is making noise. Let's try to incorporate that. Like one thing is um like bars on I ninety five. Bars on ninety five, yeah. My man talked to me a while ago. Yeah, exactly. You know, so I, do, like, I like that. I love what he's doing. Yeah, like and now you see, I don't know if you guys caught it, but you see Funk Flex is starting to catch wind of that. Yeah, and he's been throwing little jabs here and there. Right. So it's like now, right. is that something that you guys go, hey, let's they have something going on. Let's try to bring this I in. I can't say I I won't, but I I we've talked. I recognize. I see what they're doing. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yep. You know, I does I I do like it. Yeah. Now, how do you buck? You want me to do that on the radio? Oh, gee. <laughs> nah, I don't. I don't. I don't care. I'm fifty. I'm fifty four years old. Okay. Now, how do you keep going as at such a at such an age? Like, how do you be out there in these clubs and in the streets and going to New York and going to OVO Fest and going to Wyoming? You went to Wyoming, my nigga. You Why? went to Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, isn't Genesis? Uh, somebody's I sent went to certain service like recently, I sent, right? I, I sent you. Yeah, because yeah, they called. They called me. Kanye was so last minute. That's they a cult, was so man. last minute. They <laughs> That's a cult. That's a cult. <laughs> I, got I know a, a cult when I see one. I got a text on Sun on on Saturday. Yes, yeah, Saturday afternoon. Your book Kanye services tomorrow. Can you go? I'm like whoa, whoa, whoa. Um, right. I'm going. My my brother's in the hospital right now. He's really, really sick. I said, Yo, Sorry, I gotta, I gotta stay mm-hmm. close to home. I can't go. But I know the biggest Kanye fan. I know one of the biggest Kanye fans at the station and it's Genesis. Hmm. And I just check hey, Genesis. But Kanye don't even be there. That's the, that's that's how he gets Nigga, you. it don't matter. As long that's as his name attached to it, yeah. it don't fucking yeah. matter. I know a cult when I see one. So they drove to New York and they got a call at 12, like a text at 1230 at night. Mm-hmm. Be here at this time. Be at this church and the address. Right. And she showed up and he was in the church. You know, and then the church service was over. They was roaming around the city of New York and they get another text. Mm-hmm. Here's the address to the listening party. Be here. Don't give the address out, and they show up. That's some real Fight Club shit. Like, <laughs> like, like, like that's fight like club. you don't talk it's, about it's, Fight Club. It's, it's stuff it's like that, man. It's just like me, me always having my will spinning. You see where Kanye and the Kardashian game plan is starting to merge, mm-hmm. and it's like when I see stuff like that, it always makes me wonder, like. You guys are falling for this again, mm-hmm. <laughs> like yeah. like again. Yo, Kanye is the biggest manipulator of black people of all I've time. ever seen. Of all time, all he did was take some old songs, mix them. He put Jesus, love, God in them, and now everybody back on his dick. Like it's like yo, he Kirk Franklin better than Kirk Franklin. <laughs> Dog, this can't be the formula every time this nigga fuck up. This nigga wore a hat that said yo, make America great again. Tried to flip it, didn't work. And then he does all this shit with Trump. He's doing all this sacrilegious shit. And now everybody like, oh, I give him a chance again. He was selling merch at church. Dog. <laughs> you know how crazy Yo, that is? A hundred dollars socks. You listen to T.I. podcast? Yeah. When he was talking about that when he when he was there with re- 2 re- chains, re- Reaching your pocket. Re- Yo. He, he said, I need somebody like, to give 20,000. 2,000 donations. <laughs> 3,000. Sitting next to 2 chains, Pulling out money. Listen, like, man. put that fucking money back in your listen, pocket, man. man. Listen, that's where I, I, I can't do it. That's I can't crazy. do it, man. You should have went. You should have went and then <laughs> you should have went and then gave us the real the real rundown. The real rundown what happened? Yeah, that's crazy. I mean, the Wyoming thing was enough. That was something out of this world. You landed in Wyoming. There's nothing there. But Can you explain that? Like, like what happened? Yeah, what was that call or like text you know, like? Um, Kanye's like same thing. Last minute, are you available on this date right here? Kanye's doing something in Wyoming, a, a special record release party. I'm like, wait a minute, in Wyoming? You know, so all right, I'll be ready. You know, and I went, it was like a who's who. Everyone was there. You land and there's nothing but land and land and land. You're riding by TPs and tents. <laughs> You're riding by everything. You get, Snigger, into a, man. you get into a big lot. As a black you, man, you, yeah. you went through that. <laughs> like, 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 like you saw, <laughs> you saw TPs and why you don't think it said, I'm going to stay. So, I said, I know. Yeah. so we get there and you see nothing but like big bonfires of like fire just going up and we walking in 
it was nuts, man. And he had his big speakers all day. And he came out and he played this. He played this music. It was, <sighs> but you had the people that were there. You had people in the background with you know cowboy hats. In dogs, like prairie dogs, just looking. Yeah, at yeah, 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 this I'm, is crazy. <laughs> <laughs> he got a prairie dog in a cowboy hat and a long coat in the back. So this keep, is keep your phones in your pockets. <laughs> <laughs> exactly, yeah, exactly. Probably took the phone. Yeah, yeah, Probably like, took the phones. And so when it was over, we went back to the, the the log hotel. It was a log cabin hotel, and they flew us out the very next day. I don't even know. He stole your identity when y'all was there. Yeah, right? <laughs> y'all don't, don't even know. That's the yeah. wild shit. But I think I think you know. Back to your question for me, what? How do I do it? Because I know there's someone coming after my job. Mm. I know there's an another DJ bug right around the corner. Yeah. Watching what I do. And as soon as you slip up, I want it. No, I, I mean, I want somebody I want somebody to have that. Yeah. You know? But I still love music. Mm. I still love what I do. You know, I'll sleep maybe three hours a night. Um, I just have to be there. I have this fear of missing out. Yeah. Fear of missing information. You know, no matter what it is, I want to be there to talk about it. So what's, what's, I, that, what's that balance? So at what point do you be like, okay, I feel like I'm a little bit out of touch or, or the station's out of touch. Let mm. me kind of shake things up. Like, where, like where's that balance? Because there was a point where Hot 97, where everybody was looking at them sideways, like, all right, you guys are starting to miss out on some of the new stuff because y'all so stuck to the old ways. Yeah. I don't have that. I, I try to keep my foot on it. I know what you're talking about. I, yeah, know, yeah. I, know, when you're, <laughs> I know when you're talking about too, but you know, you have to know the music, what they were trying to do at one time. Yeah. You know, they were, they, things were going to be different at Hot 97 at one time. But, you know, you got people like Flex who keeps reinventing himself, you know, and staying younger and doing these shows, yeah. doing clubs every night. Yeah, that's my thing. I just never let my foot down. There is no balance for me. It's what I do. Yeah. Yeah. Now, speaking to that, Hot 97 got complacent and then it got beat out by power. Is that has there ever been a point in time where you felt like Hot 937 got complacent? It was like, uh, like maybe someone can come in and take that spot because y'all are the only station in, in in Connecticut that has this shit. I mean, be, to be honest, we were, I mean, at that, when Power was here, we were like on fire. Mm -hmm. We had, now Power didn't have a chance. We had three or four Hummers that we were ready, we were built for. <laughs> <laughs> we like, had, they didn't have had, a chance. Yeah, yeah, we had, at our concert, we had helicopters rolling through the air with Hot 937. We was, we was mm -hmm. ready, you know. Yeah, yeah. But after, then when they left after a while, you know, our, our, our competition is ourselves. Mm -hmm. And sometimes you, you do get complacent and you get yeah. comfortable doing what you're doing. So you have to shake it up and be like, okay, we got to do this now because we can't get too comfortable. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Even though there's no one here, uh, you know, people have, you know, satellite. People have these different ways to get this music right now. There's more than one source to get music. How do how do we keep people coming to us when they've got so many ways mm -hmm. to get their music and get it, be entertained? Yeah, and with you saying that, that you, that, kind of you guys i want to say main focus but you said that one of the key points for you guys was to kind of stay local to make sure everything that's home stays home mm -hmm. now with that now do you ever feel the pressure from other radio stations to get like big artists to come in and interview because like speaking with power like most of their most of their highly rated content just comes from hot takes from the the mainstream artists right that's like you get some like i see you guys have like meg the stallion come in you've mm -hmm. had young and may and stuff like that mm -hmm. but then it's like now do you guys kind of feel the pressure to like all right we got to get a meek mill in here and and stuff like that nah i don't, I don't feel that fresh because we, we've had them all but you gotta mm -hmm. understand and you gotta understand the markets too you know we've had those artists in new york is new york yeah you have to do, if you're an artist you have to do new york yeah, yeah mm -hmm. definitely you know I, I have problems here. They go to New York and then go to Boston and ride right through Connecticut. Then I got to pick up the phone and be like, yo, you know you had to ride my, my station to go to Boston. <laughs> yeah. What are we doing? You know, you, you got to make that phone call. But I don't feel the pressure, mm -hmm. you know, because we've had them. We've had, we've had 
the Drakes. We've had every big artist. We've had yeah. everybody on the stage, mm-hmm. you know, at the station, you know. Yeah. And later on in their career, it's harder to get. It's harder to get them here, you know. Yeah. But I, I, I don't feel that way. I know what New York is. I know what LA is. I know yeah. how important those markets are to artists. Yeah, because it's like that's it's, it's when I'm talking to going back to kind of like mm-hmm. locals, artists, and stuff like that, and they're kind of giving you your gripes and what they're unhappy about. That's one of the big things. Mm-hmm. And I try to, I try to go, hey, we're kind of. It's a small market. It we're we're small. stuck. It's, we're stuck in between right. a huge, two huge markets. Yeah. But then, of course, with you being here, you kind of want to see the same thing for your state. So the one thing that I always kind of look at to see, like, what's the main difference? Like, hey, what's lacking here? And it's it's always it's, it's star potential. Right. And then it's like the the, the big moments. Like, it's like if you go on the YouTube, it's mm-hmm. like you could click on any video from power or something like that and it's like a million views oh yeah they mastered it, that it's always yeah. some headline of something yeah they exactly they mastered it yeah so they now them a lot of credit. they have mastered that now have you guys thought about that like hey let's get this person on that's worth the shock value let's get the person that's that's, yeah. that's not afraid to just give the hey what was it like growing up interview like the person that's gonna ask mm-hmm. a real question or get a response or like 937 nah. seems like pg i want to say it does um, very much yeah i mean but you're right. We, we we do keep it kind of clean. We don't go too deep into. We don't you don't hear all that stuff that you hear in other ones. You know, we try to keep it clean. I want you to say cool. a song is trash. Huh? <laughs> I, I, I you want, want you, me to sing a song, I, I, a song I, I is want, trash I want, on artists? I want, I want you to go. I didn't really want to play that record, but there you go. You know, <laughs> like one like one reason I'm glad you're here. There's no reason that you shouldn't have a segment called Buck the World where you just call it records just trash and just shit Let on me stuff. Write that down right here. What'd you call it? <laughs> Yo, dog. You gotta pay me for my ideas. Let's record hold on, it. Hold on, hold on. <laughs> Listen, can man. you edit that out, please? Like, yo, this. Should be a second because I know yeah. because you seem like a gentle giant, cool dude, but right. I know you had your bouts where you're like, yo, you're angry at something, so you just hey, have get, to release that no somehow. Idea. I, I would I would now. love to see your email and the ones you actually respond to. <laughs> <laughs> like for real. Like, like because you say you want people to badger you, but it's the wrong way to do it. Yeah. yeah it's, it's, it's like, yo, it if you just like block me or like stop answering, I'd be like, oh, this nigga, man, I shouldn't have did that. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Nah, I mean, I I I mean that's a good idea, but the other things that I do hate. Mm-hmm. I may not say them. I'll find a way to get it out. You'll know it. Mm-hmm. You know, I may not have to say that. I may not say it on the radio. Yeah. You know, we have people, we have some people that do, that'll do it. You know, yeah. that's just not who I am. Well, what's so, so for the people that are listening, mm-hmm. what, what's the surefire ways to rub you the wrong way? <laughs> yeah. Because I'm sure it happens a lot. Yeah. <laughs> like, I would say talking about me on the internet, okay. that, that happens every day. Yeah. You know, right. people, t- people don't even know me. I've, I've, I've gotten accused of, trying to talk to a, a, a female who was on um a small like podcast thing and mm. i i never met her yeah. mm. but the big room and it was bucks an old dog bucks a, he did <laughs> and, I, and i said what yeah I don't, I don't, I, you know so i'm used to people talking about me so i think um family you talk about you get too close yeah. to home right that yeah. can really get me you get too close to home then i really got it. i won't say it online yeah because you say something online it stays there forever yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, you DM somebody, you say you you say the wrong thing, mm-hmm. they're gonna snapshot that DM and this is what Buck Look said. Look what Buck yeah, said. Yeah, Look yeah. what Buck said. You there there was a situation like that involving you guys. Right. Where uh one was uh, I believe it was with Craig G with with involving the whole snow situation. Yeah, now, yeah. how do you guys kinda avoid that? Because everybody's to, human. They're they're mm-hmm, gonna have their mm-hmm. opinions, they're gonna say whatever they wanna say. And I, but, yeah. I mean I tell my guys not to respond to people you know mm. you're gonna respond good or bad they're gonna take it and make it what they want to make it yeah. mm. you know i try to make my decision i don't make 
emotional decisions. Yeah. When you make you make a decision a decision when you're really emotional, it tends to be the wrong decision. Yeah. So I try to I'll sit sit back and look at it and make a smart emotional decision mm-hmm. as opposed to immediate emotional. If I made immediate emotional decisions, yeah. Oh man. I would have oh, been out of here a long time ago. <laughs> like this, 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 this yeah. is what I want to see. Like, I want to see, and, but they could be wrong though. You yeah, know, they definitely. could be wrong at that moment, and then you sit back and say, "I could have thought about that and approached that a different way." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, how do you balance all of this with family life? Because you're always gone. You're always at the radio um, station. You gotta, you know, you hold a big title, so it's like, yeah. how do you balance everything? It is hard. I mean, I mean, my wife, my wife, she's known me since. I was I was carrying record crates to the club, so Damn. she's always known my lifestyle. She yeah. she knew what I I started out like that. This is what I do, mm. so she understands that. You know the kids. I my son played football in high school. Um, I was at the game. Mm-hmm. You know I know what I have to do. You know my daughter has, has a son, a grandson. You know I got a grandson right now. I got a granddaughter right now. I'm at every show, every talent show. Mm. Um, he does this. He's, he's 67 years old. Mm-hmm. He can DJ. He can produce stuff. Right. He's autistic. So it's amazing. It just, it changed me. Yeah. You know? So mm-hmm. I'm yeah. home. When I'm home, I'm home. And I'm spending time there and there. But I said, okay, Kate, I got to go to LA. I got to go this. Don't go, don't go. <laughs> I got to go to LA. That's a crazy lifestyle. That's a crazy lifestyle. He gets mad, but I got to come back. And then when I'm home, I'm home. But I'm, I, am, I am out a lot. So I, I, I'm, I'm sorry to them because mm-hmm. I'm out a lot. But I wouldn't be where I am or, or have these little things that I have if I didn't make these connections, yeah. you know, and be around. Yeah. You know, my thing is I'm never going to disappear. You're going to see me. You know, I go to New York <laughs> mm. and they say, Buck, we see you in New York more than we see the New York DJs in New York, you know, because I'm going to be there. Yeah. Hey baby, you know? I'm going to the VMAs. I'll be back. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta be. I gotta be the balance. It's like a lot of people. Yeah, here's the funniest story. I ain't um, found one girl yet that can understand what the fuck I'm doing. Like, yo, I gotta edit the show. They be like, you always you, you edit away with that. Shit. That oh, don't I, work. It don't, yo, I, I lost. I lost a relationship because <laughs> I can't do I'm shit when fact. it comes to my show and the for projects and everything I'm working on. Because I do two podcasts, right? So right. this one and another one. So I was like, yo, I gotta edit the show. I gotta promote. I gotta do this, that, and the third. Uh-huh. It's like, yo. I'm going to see you on a, a day, but it's just I got shit to do. It's like, you always got something to do. I was like, yo, what do you want me to do? Just not work. So if I wasn't doing shit, right. you'd be complaining. Right. I'm you doing p- shit and you complain. You, stuff, you fucking it. want me to be poor forever? Yeah, like, 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 I'm trying to build up. something. What the fuck <laughs> you want me to do? <laughs> when them checks start getting bigger from you doing this, she'll be like, okay. I'm like, all right. <laughs> Right. Okay, so where we going to eat, I, baby? Nowhere. I'm not, <laughs> fucking Burger King. I'm, I'm not going to lie. Check, from what you're doing, I can, your checks are going to start getting bigger from you doing this. You're good at, you guys are good at what you guys do. Mm. And you, you know, she'll be I'm, like, I'm going to tell you this right cool. now. When that check look different, my woman's going to look different. That's going to be completely different. <laughs> yo, start like, scrolling, you're, scrolling Instagram. Yeah, like, like, you're, you're like, no longer in my bracket. Going in my tax bracket. Why do you guys do this? Why do you do this? Why do I do this? It's yeah. kind of something I fell into. Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to do a uh, podcast because I just wanted people to hear my voice. Like, I'm not the guy that sits on social mm-hmm. media all day. I want you to hear me. Mm-hmm. So it became a thing of, you know, I want people to hear me. So let's start a podcast. Like, I had co-hosts before. They fell out. And... um it became a thing of like, oh, if you want to get your name out there more, you know, you got to start getting guests. Now, right. I don't know how to interview nobody. I ain't go to school for none, none of that. You're, what are you doing now? You, you're killing me. You, you got me. You got me in here. Th- yeah. I, I appreciate that. Yeah. That's a big compliment. But it's like, I don't know. Like, I don't know what I'm doing. Like, if, if there's a book to this, I didn't read it. Right. <laughs> so it's like, I'm sitting here getting guests. I'm getting this person, that person. Then, you know, as I'm going, I've been doing this almost, it'll be four years. Four years like now? Three weeks. Wow. Matter of yeah. fact. So um, I'm just getting guests and guests and 
interview them the best way that I know how. It's not like a thing that, like I said, that I was taught. It's just like mm-hmm. trial by fire. Like I, I do my research. I listen to other podcasts. I listen to other interviews that I look up to. I was like, yo, I just got to implement. I got to take some of that from them and just implement that in me. And then that encompasses me. I think just the podcasting is creating styles. People are find, finding talents that they had hidden talents. Like you can learn the basics. Yeah, I didn't yeah. know that I wanted you to talk like, to people. It was just some can, shit that happened. You can learn the basics of interviewing and radio and stuff, mm. but you can't teach you what you're doing right now. Right. We can't, yeah. You can't teach somebody to be natural, mm. yeah. just to be comfortable in front of the microphone. Yeah. Mm. I can give you a book, you know, Radio 101. Yeah. Okay? You, you talk this long and that long. You talk into breaks. You talk, don't make your break too long. Pop, 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 pop. But to be comfortome in front of that microphone, mm. to be yourself, that's one of the hottest things in the world to do. And you can't so teach somebody I'm trying somebody to get that. this one Listen, Packing man. the pot, you're like, yo, Listen, he's a natural. Yeah, you, Listen, you, I love <laughs> you almost laying down. Yeah, right? Oh, yeah, I'm chilling. <laughs> I'm chilling. I'm chilling. He so does. That's, that's how. That's kind that's of a- the thing where it's me and me and Domino. Kind of when I first started my podcast that I had, it was like me and Domino were the only people that were really mm-hmm. making noise within the state. Like anytime somebody mentioned a podcast, it was either my podcast or his. Right. So naturally, I'm like, hey, let me go see what it's about. And the first time, Domino tell you, the first time I met him, I was like, yo, you're great at interviewing. (laughs) I was like, you don't know it yet, but you're great. I was like, yo, you're like, and me kind of being on the ground level too, I felt like it was kind of my responsibility to let that out there. Mm -hmm. Like Mm -hmm. on social media openly, I'll be like, yo, you're great. Like, like I think that you're the one that's going to be out here. Mm -hmm. And so, because I don't see a lot of that from artists. So then once you start to kind of me and Domino come together, anytime he has something big, he brings me in because he feels like I'm good at it or whatever the case may be. I feel like that's kind of pushed me into it. Yeah, so then it. it's been other platforms stemming from the podcast. Like he'll tell you, I listen to a whole bunch of random ratchet shit and stuff mm, like right. that. Like I was one of the few people that said six, nine was a star. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I was, I was one of the, the very time. few. You that one? You, yeah. I was one of the very few that said that he was a star. I mean, we've had conversations <laughs> like, yo, he's going to die. This is, this is the third going to happen. He's going to go to jail. And but I've, never, I, but, I've never denied but that. But then <laughs> but he sees the underlying <laughs> formula of like, yo, what he's doing is going to work. And if people start doing that shit, it works. Cause he told me, what was the dude that, that this J Cole, um, Lil Pump Lil Pump Lil He was Pump, like yo He was like yo These people ain't doing nothing right now As soon as they mention a big artist They say fuck J. Cole Now they yeah. on Like, like it sounds wild to say But I said I tell a lot of Connecticut artists I go why aren't you in Chris Brown's Like comments somebody Saying saying the worst possible thing Cause yeah. he's gonna reply Yeah And then <laughs> And all you need that is, one. And all you need is If you get 10 people Out of those comments That actually go to your page And go yo One song is alright There you go There you go So it's like like from kind of being on the show with him, he's kind of helped grow my brand. That's where I get people that go, hey, like I want you to come and just listen to my project and tell me what you think mm-hmm. and stuff like that. So it's like, like I guess it's too natural to kind yeah, I mean, of gotta, come together. You got you to help each other, man. We in a yeah. state where it's like it's, we're not known for right. anything. I, I so. like what you guys are doing. Man. So I, we got to. I really appreciate you even having me up here. When you met me, I said, okay. When you kept texting me, I said, okay, what's this about? Because <laughs> <laughs> I, you know, I, I get. I you get. get Text no, messages and I get. Mm-hmm. I think people want to get me in a certain because I will never respond on on a, on a social network. Mm-hmm. I'll sit back and I look and I look. Should be. Yeah, and I yeah. won't respond. But I, I look. I I read everything. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it, I take the good from it. I take the bad from it. Mm-hmm. But sometimes some things people say are right. Yeah. You know. And I would be. I would That's be an idiot. I would be key. an idiot to look at everything and be. These are just haters. These mm-hmm. people just don't like the station. Constructive yeah. But if I look at them, and you know something. That's wrong. That's wrong. That's wrong. But hmm. They got a point there. Yeah. Mm. Let me try to fix that. 
you know? That's what if you if you listen back, me and me and Domino, we've had our gripes with the station. Open and, and open gripes. Open yes. gripes. But I feel like it's resonated with people because we can always give you why. Yeah. Yeah. It, it's never just like, oh, we don't like these niggas for no reason. It's like, yo, we feel like Connecticut can do better. Can do better. Mm-hmm. We feel like Connecticut has the talent in place and we just need that platform. Right. And it's like, here we go. And it's like, um, I don't mean to put you, I don't even put you on the spot this way, but there's a lot of artists, like he said, that there's like probably five or six that we can name. Right. Are there any artists that you're aware of and that you know of within the state where you're like, okay, I really, really like them? They might be I like next. Grillo. I mean, Grillo got it. Ah, that's, that's an old one, though, man. That's, that's an old one. one. That's an old nah, one. Man. Bro, that's, <laughs> like, that's an old me, one, man. Uh, he be dropping the ball too much for me. Yeah, yeah that's an old one. Nah, I mean, man, that's an no, old one, man. This is, this is your opinion, but for me, he be dropping the ball too much for me. Mm-hmm. Oh, very much. Where it's so. like you know, you get these big features, these big names, and yeah. it's like these records have like a, right. a weak lifespan. I like Lloyd Woods. Yeah, I like, I like Bugatti yeah. two hundred three. Yeah, it's my guy. I like Bugatti, him. man. You know, there's a few guys like that that I do like. Like mm-hmm. I said, there's a lot of them that I, I have in the computer because they send it to me. I don't yep. know off the top. Yep, yep. But those come off. Those come out. You know, yeah. Lloyd. Um, he's got something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's great producing it lyrically. Yeah, he's got something different. Because there's there's a lot of the, a lot of the things that we hear is because since, of course, I believe you guys, you're stationed in, uh, I don't know, your towers are in Meriden. Yeah. And you guys, like, since, well, you're an A6O. I hate to put it that way, but yeah. you're more towards the A6O area. It's when you get the southern half of the state, of course, that's when you start getting, oh, they never come down here. Yeah, they don't know yeah, us and yeah. all that stuff like that. Yeah. Now, there's there's artists. I don't want to put them out here yet until you, <laughs> and like, you, know, you really want to know. But there's artists that that struggle with that. Where they're just like, hey, we try to reach out, but it's an eight six zero dominated type thing. As to where it's the issue, so like if like what you name it, Brillo, like the kid Sholey, who's from mm-hmm. Bridgeport, he's with Brillo. He mm-hmm. he was with Brillo at one point, mm-hmm. and he's top tier rapping as well. Right, like he's he just went on bars on ninety five too. Yeah, and they and they're like him and Sue Surf is neck and neck. If you if you're familiar with how it kind of played out, mm-hmm. and it's stuff like that as to where my my biggest thing was. Well, my, I was so excited when he asked me to come here and talk to you was how can I bridge this and this short conversation? How can I bridge the gap as to where we can go? Hey, this is how. Well, not even how. This is the best possible chance for, for the 203 for this to happen. So. I'll give you my personal phone number. You give me your personal phone number. We can start there. Like okay. I say, I can't I can't see everything. Yeah, definitely. you know. I, I try to reach out and if something like if something's hot, mm-hmm. I'll go listen to it. I'll grab it and pay attention to it. Yeah. But for me to say I'm in touch with all of Connecticut would be crazy. Yeah. Mm. Cause I can't do it. There's so much there's so much music out there. And we're saying there's there's that top five or six. Right. Mm-hmm. I should know them. Yeah. You should, yeah. I should know them. Yeah. Mm. You know? But so I give should it know back. Me and Domino will tell you we're tough critics. You think everybody's trash. Yeah. <laughs> so when when I say when when I go there's a good five or six, I don't look at it as like your top five or six in Connecticut. Mm-hmm. I'm looking like I'm comparing you to what's out. Right, I'm comparing your music like if nationwide. Yeah, nationwide. Like if, if What's you're, up right now? If you're a female doing R&B, I'm like, are you hotter than Summer Walker? Can right. you compare to Janae Aiko? Right, and that's how I look at it. And so it's like, me personally, I'm always like, I, I, I don't have it in me to to go. You're my friend, so I'm gonna promote this or whatever the case may be. If it's bad, it's bad to me. Oh right? yeah. So if you've ever seen me talk about a record, it's like, hey, I think this has a chance to go out. This shit has legs. So, <laughs> yeah, exactly. So that's kind of like he said, like with the Snowper thing early, like when I first heard that record early on, it was a case as to where I'm like, yo, this is, this something. is something. 
Like mm-hmm. I haven't heard anything like this in yeah. Connecticut. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, I hate to throw a name out, but it's a young kid right now, Nate Official, who's uh, he's oh, he's ten shit. He, he he's affiliated with Chill Shump too. Mm-hmm. Chill Shump does a lot of his production, and he's the same way. Yeah. Where you start hearing records, and now I just want to know from a, from somebody that's making noise and is actually has a team around him and putting the effort in. If we can go, hey, this is how you get the book. <laughs> um, like I said, we'll exchange numbers. You give my information, and when they get in touch with me, when I talk to them, I want to talk to it. I want to. I want to know the team. I want to know what's yeah. the team. Mm. I, I want to know you're not doing it for your block. Yep. Yep. I want to yeah. know you want more than this. A lot yeah. of people do it for their block, for yeah. their boys, and they don't. They don't understand when you get on a stage like DMX. It's bigger than that, you know. Do yeah. you have Do you have your song media base? If you're trying to If you're trying to get a record deal, if I play your record and you don't have a media base, and then you call me and say, "Well, they play, they play my record in L.A." Hold on, what who, do I do? Yeah, <laughs> they did. How many times yeah. they played in L.A? Yeah. How many times I hear, they this, play? I hear yeah. this story all the time. Yeah. They're playing my record in Baltimore. Okay, hold on. What Let station? That. Let me get my computer right there. Yeah, yeah. Right. Oh, that your, your name doesn't show up. So it's not means, media based. Yeah, I mean, just simple business stuff. I want them to have a team together, and I think it's, the, I think it's getting smart. I've seen there you go. I've seen people walk around with photographers, video. Yeah. You know, everywhere they go, they come mm. up with a photographer. I'm like, I like that. Yeah, that was guys, the biggest you guys thing. Are working. Yeah, like uneducated artists is the biggest thing that I see. That's in the worst thing. Like That's everyone, the they thing. have every other aspect. But the business, they th- they just think I make the music, music and, and I'm comes, gonna go and it yeah. goes. to where, but. It's it's the flip side to it because I've I've had an artist approach you before who I thought his music was pretty decent and he just he didn't have the means the means to do it yeah he's just like yo I'm like well is your music because mind you he you hit me with the SoundCloud link automatically I'm like all right you're inconveniencing me right like, now nah, like now nah, I gotta open up this other app for this other boy yeah so now I'm like yo I already got out music like where is it and he's just yeah. like listen he's like he's like I went on um. Uh, I can't even think of it. It's get some mind. TuneCore. TuneCore. He's like, he's like, I went on TuneCore. He was like, yeah, I just didn't have the bread to get everything. That's the like, biggest thing. Yeah. So it's like, w- yeah. w- what do you recommend for somebody that's in a situation like that? <laughs> get your money up. <laughs> a fact. Yeah, it's a find, fact. Find an, find an investor. Yeah. You got to find somebody who can, you know, back you and pay for these things and do these things to get these records out there. This marketing. Yeah. You know. Merchandise and it's a huge thing. Yeah. You know, people with merchandise. When I see somebody with merch, I'm like, "Oh, you done some reason? You you doing your thing? Mm-hmm. You know, investors get somebody to to believe in you. If yeah. if you're that good, you know, it's hard to find somebody in Connecticut, in yeah. in Bridgeport, in New Haven, in Hartford, because people don't have that kind of money to throw around like that. But some of the biggest artists that you hear on the radio right now who run the world, yeah, started off there. Mm-hmm. I heard with, with dirty money behind them. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's the, oh, I tell people that all the time. Yeah. Everybody I go, don't know I go, drug dealers. I go, I go, I go you live <laughs> yeah. in the hood. You're I go, right. yo, right. find, right. I go, right. yo, find the dude that you'll find the dude that you know is out here <laughs> with the pack and be like, yo, I need, I need this. But everybody ain't QC minded. Yeah, like everybody, everybody just want the quick flip. Everybody ain't want like, told, yo, let's turn this to a business. I don't know how true this number is, but I heard when Travis Scott came here, he made twenty five thousand just off merch. I believe it. <laughs> like, yo, I believe it. I went to the t-shirt. The t-shirts was like was like 60, 70 Quality. bucks. Yeah, I mean, if you shit. Like, yeah, like you stuff know. like that. And one thing I want artists to do, because mm-hmm. I think in the chances are gonna come for these artists, mm-hmm. and it happens so fast for artists. Yeah. You know? Yeah. They have to be ready for this this world. I feel like that's what happened with Snow. Mm-hmm. You have to be ready like- for the interviews. You gotta be ready for 
Everything. There's some training to go. Autos development used to be big. That's yeah. gone in media the training. There's no, there's no media training. It's gone. So you see artists who became <laughs> famous. They was in, you know, in their bedroom one week and they made a song on SoundCloud or YouTube and they got a million views. The next week, they're, t- they're going around the radio stations talking to radio and they don't know what to say. Yeah. No, they're not talking. The thing is, <laughs> the thing is, that's that's the tricky part because a lot of the times what happens is that's how they make their money i've realized that's a game with these kids so they'll blow up and don't have they don't have any media training and that's mm-hmm. what keeps them so popular like if you look at nba young boy if you ever looked at his instagram it's nothing but him flipping out on people and doing his other stuff but that's what attracts people so they're like, okay, let me tune into this. And that becomes his life. That yeah. becomes how he's eating. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so now it's like, now, but speaking with 6 9 again. But that's not longevity. Uh, I mean, okay, so on uh, J. Cole last album, when he was talking yeah. about Lil Pump, we was talking about, are you going to be around? Are you going to be able to you know, perform them songs in 20, 30 years? But, yeah, but J. Cole is. Yeah, but how long has Lil Pump been here? But <laughs> like he's been here four or five years. Okay, I'm talking about like, like I said, <laughs> like, longevity. Okay, he's here now, yeah. but uh, in another two or three years, are, are we going to hear? Him? You know, what I mean, artists have come through the pipeline. Like we ain't seen designer in a minute. We ain't seen you know half of the motherfucker but, on the double XL list but, in a minute. It's like, yeah. but the flip side to that is, is how many artists have that longevity? Most artists they go in knowing, hey, this is a three or four year run. It, it depends and on how you like, come in though. So, so a lot so, of artists. So kind of making it local again with when that when the record blew off of snow. Mm. I one hundred percent don't think she was prepared for that. Yeah, but, but then they so but then they looking for her for produce another one. Yeah, it happened so fast. Like show and me it's not a fluke. You go through six months of doing this record and they're like, We need the next Yang Gritham. It's like, do you have that record? Yeah, yeah. Right. What's 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 next for you? And but, I think a lot of artists are lacking that. Yeah. It's kind of like when you get now, the, a lot of gripe that I've seen for Snow in that position is because there's artists that have that have a long catalog when they're like, hey, if I had the chance, if this person listens to this, they can also go back to this catalog that I had. That I, right. for this song I made two years ago as to where I hate to keep picking on Snow, but with Snow, when you heard that song, you're like, yo, we don't have nothing else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Which is a gift and a curse. It can be. But yeah, can you. at yeah. the same time, it's just like we, we don't know what to do with this. And that's how it happens a lot of time. A lot of artists they get that one, and they're just like shit. Mm. <laughs> like like yeah. this is it. A lot of a lot of labels they they give you singles deals. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. And if you get an album, if the single is so so hot and it's viral, it's crazy right now, yeah. you'll get a deal. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but you're forced to put an album out. <laughs> then what? what? That's, that's what happened to Young M.A. She what? was like, that yeah, record man. took off, but she wasn't ready to put out an album. So what? that's why her yeah, debut man. came out three years later. You know, yeah. and, then, and then you have iTunes. They give you the option. Oh, you ain't got to buy the whole album. Buy yeah. your favorite song. <laughs> you buy, buy, buy the one song. song. Buy the one song. Buy your favorite song. song. Your Make your own playlist. Make your own exactly. album. <laughs> yeah, that's, and that's, that's, uh, that's such a tricky game because me kind of seeing some of the inner workings that's with the this. That's the age we in. It, it becomes so tricky because... Most people don't know that you can just call some of these places to get placements on some of these playlists. It's damn near impossible to get popping now without being on these playlists. Okay, so so it's like okay, for Hot 937, do you ever think that that could be a process for you guys? So like we have the up next show, right? Now, do you think we can transition that into where we go? Hey, this is this a playlist is for one. Connecticut or whatever the case may be. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I can get there. Yeah, and I can even what I what I. 
my goal is to um find those songs in the up next show and mm-hmm. find the ones that fit the rotation that can go in rotation. Mm-hmm. Okay. And I believe we've had played some of them. I just gotta make like I, said, make, I gotta make it make sense. Like I said, I'm not that guy. Dom, Domino, he's the guy. He's gonna go. He's gonna go. I'm gonna badger you because I'm gonna get this done. <laughs> I'm gonna yeah. get it done. Me, yeah. like I said, I me knowing some of them. If we exchange numbers, I have no problem sending it to you. Like he'll tell you, I'm not the credit guy. <laughs> I'm not the guy that be like, hey, I need to have my name on this. Mm-hmm. Just, just me genuinely wanting to see the state do better. Right. Mm-hmm. So, and something like that. Like I said, I have some of them available. Right. And I just, I, I for me personally, with me being here in Connecticut now, I feel like Hot Nine Three Seven should be in a much bigger place, mm-hmm. especially we- with us. I think that we can capitalize off being in between those two big markets as to where now when you're passing through New York, you're just not like, oh shit, I got to go past New Haven right, traffic. Yeah. You know, the funny, <laughs> the, you know, the, the funny like, thing is with, with Hot 937, it's a smaller market and we think it's a small thing. It's, it's one of the most influential radio stations in the country mm-hmm. from how we break music and what it's we t- do. Talk your shit. Different. Yeah. <laughs> talk <laughs> shit. I mean, I, I never say that a lot, but it, it is because we take chances and I do I do things different than a lot of radio stations. Mm-hmm. You know, they, they let me do it. You know, I have a recipe that works. Yeah. You know, I have a reggae show on a Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. You know, who does that in commercial radio? Nobody. Mm. You know, I have a Sunday reggae show. Who mm-hmm. does that? I have I have a few things going on. So, and it, it we win. We have people looking at us from across the country to see what we're gonna play. Yeah. Okay. If Buck does, if Buck's not on it, it may not be hot. Yeah. Well, if ZMX is not not me, if ZMX is not hot on it, it's not gonna be hot. Mm. Yeah. So I take pride in that. You know, do can we do better locally? Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm working on that, and I've I've taken some records and played them mm-hmm. you know and okay. that's what i can mean i try yeah you know okay. so now is, is it now this is me just kind of shooting dark because i'm not 100 yeah. sure on this mm-hmm. now with you because uh cbs owns you guys correct or you're or you're entirely cbs now we're intercom intercom we're, okay we're intercom. and intercom now me not being too familiar with them mm-hmm. so like just me kind of knowing the bigger radio station how it's like iheart has has um mm-hmm. power Club, yeah. Yeah. and then so it's like so they're they're more of a digital based content mm-hmm. type thing now is that the same thing with them or is it more still like radio with iHeart no with um intercom um we're radio but we're, we're moving into that digital world we're, mm-hmm. we're moving fast in, into that digital world yeah we, uh intercom acquired all the cbs stations the interstation they had now we're probably the second largest Shit. um behind iHeart iHeart's a monster yeah we're, we're the, second, yeah. We're, yeah, we're the yeah. second one behind them you know Shit. we have a lot of stations Shit, man. Yeah. Now, I got a few more things because I know you got to go because you got a, a show to do in the morning. So, um, now you do the artist up next, right? Mm-hmm. Do you plan on implementing any other shows or like maybe even like a panel or like a sit down with, with like Hot 937? Like, how, how you just explain up. to us? Like, yeah, okay. that's coming. I mean, mm-hmm. we've talked to a few um, of our guests. We had, um, you know, Hitmaker there, we had a few other artists and they want to come up and do that. a panel. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and okay. he said we should get sit down and do a panel and educate the people. Right, right, and there right. have been panels in Connecticut where we they've tried to educate them and you know what happens when who comes to those panels? I'll I'll, I'll say this. You answer though. the question. I I'll, I'll say this, yeah. A lot of people a lot of people don't go to the panels. Me me included. I don't go to a lot of mm-hmm. them. The thing is is that from from what I see from that, it's it's a lot of surface level. And for the people who do go, mm-hmm. they don't ask the questions. Right. It's like they ask surface level questions. And they get surface level answers. Right. Well, they don't know what so, to ask, though. Yeah. And so like, I'll put the blame on myself being responsible. Yeah. <laughs> I should probably be in that room and ask those questions. Yeah, my nigga, I be but, telling you this. <laughs> I hate people. But, but the thing is, is just that 
it's it's one of those as to where it's like um it's overall education of the artists mm -hmm. i think if we can, if we put the right people in the room we put the right people in the chairs they can answer those questions it could work it hasn't been like we haven't done one but i've seen them done mm -hmm. yeah you know the station hasn't done one i want to make sure when i do it it's absolutely it's right. right please it's please. the right thing it's gonna be <laughs> i want to make sure it's gonna be the ugly truth yeah right? i want to make sure you're gonna hear things you don't want to hear yeah and you're gonna hear things you're gonna love. I want you to leave that when we do do it. I want you to leave saying, "Hey, this is how I have. This is what's wrong with mm. what I'm doing, and I can fix it." Right. So I know you have questions. I have. I have one question. It's more of a lighthearted question. Mm. Can we please get care fresh a photographer? <laughs> Let me if, tell you. If, 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 I, if I see if I see one more selfie timer picture from the floor, I promise you, yo, I promise you, I am going to stop listening to that radio station. Can we please oh. get him a photographer? Uh, Boom, it took, key, it, it, it took, it. It took a long time for it took a long time for forget the scoop like ice cream. We <laughs> we we let that rock for a long time, and then Did now, you, now, like, so now so you want me to stay later and take pictures now? Listen, man, now, now when I got to open my phone and I got to see him awkwardly taking pictures. <laughs> I'm like, okay, I see the attempt. You you got you got to be on social media, but I'm like, come on, man, come we know on, you're bro. better than this. That is my man. <laughs> like, oh, yo, man. bro, we know you're better than Kid this. Kid Fresh, we need to get you a photographer, man. Please, uh, time please that, that put phone that on the floor, Fresh. Yo, put that in the payroll. Ooh. And then it's funny because when he make videos, you can tell he old because it's like he got a he got a fumble to stop the camera. <laughs> yo, I'm like, come on, bro. No more questions from you. No, <laughs> I'm like, yo, I'm like, come on, man. Yeah, that's my big thing when niggas when they record the videos like yo you know you can edit that you out you can right? edit that out like we don't gotta like, see don't the gotta camera see shake when you hit the button <laughs> yeah. like, talking to yourself this iMovie right yeah <laughs> like come on man I done stop this shit and then niggas hey boom bang get fresh I'm like nah man come on man you can edit that shit I'm out, telling man. you man please tell him I said that I will I'll I just, see him I just, tomorrow I just want better for him now speaking <laughs> of photographers when do you have time to have that as a side hustle photography um I don't have time I just use I incorporate it with what I do Okay. So if I go, if I'm going to, if I'm going somewhere, mm -hmm. you know, I take my camera everywhere I go, and I have like exclusive footage of photographers kind of hate me because I get into everywhere, so you know, right. the event. So I mean, I, I I incorporate what I do. I take that camera every place, and, and I just what I got into photography because of my son played sports in high school. Mm -hmm. But then when he left high school, and it was just me with the the camera, you know, I I needed it to break away from the music, yeah, mm -hmm. to to separate myself from the station. And sometimes it gets hectic and just to come down to earth and not let what people say about me get to my head. You have yeah, to yeah. just, you know, get away sometimes because sometimes people say so much about you. There's so much, so many people that don't like me. Yeah. And sometimes it sticks in my head. I'm like, what, what the fuck I do wrong? I'm trying mm, to do what's right yeah. for these people, you know, and you can't explain to some people. Yeah, definitely. And it's, it's, it's hard too. So sometimes I just take my camera. I go in the woods or go someplace on a beach and just start taking pictures just to get away from it yeah. and come back the next day. No, you got to do Monday fresh. You got to stun on niggas. You got to like take the camera to Wyoming. Yeah. <laughs> I did. Nah. You see my pictures? Yo, you know what I'm saying? What do you be at the VMAs with fucking Justina Valentine and all this shit? You take, you, take the pic, you take the pic and just lay in and put this heavy bitch ass niggas real quick. <laughs> 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 yeah, right yeah. Let you know my, my life a little bit better it's than like, yours. Like, yeah, it's like therapy for me though, you know? It is. That's cool. That's good, man. Because because you wear so many hats, you got to have a, like a release for something. Yeah, and I learned. I had to, I had to learn that. Yeah. Because I try to just non non stop non. You just keep so. working and working. Yeah. So, what are your other releases other than like photography? Like, what is what does Buck do to just wind down? Like, yo, fuck this radio, fuck this music. I don't want to go here. You ever read Instagram women comments? 
Nigga, what? <laughs> that is top five. Yo, if you've never done that, go on like, go on like whatever. Fine girl. Go on whatever and Instagram read model and read the and comments. Read the comments. The nastiest shit. Top five funniest shit, shit ever. The nastiest top shit you ever want to see. I gotta do that. I gotta do that. You gonna be like, yo, you're a grown ass man, right. bro. Dog. <laughs> and then, not even you're a grown ass man. You thought that was gonna work? <laughs> yo, you you, you thought that stuff. was gonna get you that? Just crazy stuff. I think what what. Besides the camera, what I do, I think it's the kids, it's the grandkids. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know, my, my, my kids are older right now and just going home and, and working with them and working and watching this, this autistic kid, Caden, yeah. you know, who can't hardly walk straight because of his balance is off. Mm-hmm. But if you put him in front of a piano or um some turntables, he's perfectly still. Mm. He, he, he's perfect. Yo, that shit is crazy. I've seen that. Yeah, I've seen know? that firsthand. Oh, and and crazy. But if you take it away from him, you see him do it, his head starts, you know, mm-hmm. you see different yeah. things. But... When you put him in front of something that he watched me do, and yeah. he's normal mm, that's for, that, for that half hour, you know that's the best thing in the world for me. Yeah. Music is powerful, man. Music is that's powerful. a blessing, man. Yeah. A, I've seen it firsthand. Believe me, yeah. So yeah, many man. videos of that shit. Yeah. Now, do your grandkids know who you are and like what you've done on your journey so far? Or do they just think you was granddad? Uh they have a you know he they listen he listens on the radio so he knows what I do, but I don't think he know I don't think they know. You know all the, the things that full I've, extent to the full extent of everything that I've done. Mm. You know, I'm pretty sure your you kids got to use your name to get into concerts. <laughs> <laughs> my, oh my, oh yeah, my son was in Atlanta. He called me last week. Yo, word. dad, Meek Mill's here. I, <laughs> I saw you backstage at Meek Mill in Harford. You, could, I need that plug. I said like, I can't can, get you backstage like, this time, but I'll get you in the show. Can, can you call Dream Chasers? <laughs> yeah, can, <laughs> you got Dream Chasers number. And it's, he thinks it's that easy because when he was here, he was with me every time I was with these people, so they yeah. know him. But he said, Dad, he's gonna remember me. I said I can't make that call. I can't get you backstage. If yo, I was there, maybe, but not. You're a much better person. I was like, nah, I can't do it. And I would, like posted a pic of Meek Mill. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you saw. Oh, there we go. <laughs> That's crazy how life works out that way. <laughs> I, I, I ain't your fucking meal ticket, son. Man. You get the shit on your own. I wish I could tell him that. Many calls I get every week and he devoured it. Let me hold this. We're like, <laughs> Dad, can I hold that? Hey, man. Yeah, man. Your, your fucking kids got to hold on you, man. <laughs> I know how I go, man. Now, uh, my last thing is, right? I don't know if we touched on anything in the show. Is there anything that you want to leave us with? Any advice? Any any advice for like radio personalities, musicians, anything? Is there anything that you want to leave us with that we didn't talk about? Love what you do. My, one of my big things is love what you do. Don't do not do it for the money because if you, I mean, if you do it and you're really good at it, the money will come. You know, do it because you love it. Mm. You know, you're really passionate about it. Don't look at the um the surface. Oh, I'm, I'm I want to do it because I want to be on TV. I want to be I'm going to be famous. If the world sees my face, I'm going to be famous. Mm-hmm. You know, because it don't always work like that. You know, and be one of my main things I want to tell artists is to be patient because things aren't going to happen overnight. Mm. And you're going to run into some walls. If you're really passionate about what you do and you really love what you do, you back up and go you jump over that wall or go around that wall. Right. You know, if I'm in your way. Come around me. Go mm. go around me. Go to TT Torres. Go to e- go to Evil. Go to Enough. If I'm in your way, mm-hmm. go to Pup Dog in Boston. I'm not the end end, end all of yeah. your career, right? Yeah. You know, if I don't recognize you, there are other ways to get it done. Mm. I feel sometimes artists feel that I'm responsible for their careers, yeah. and that bothers me because go around me in 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 the world we live in with the internet. Come on. Yes. Yeah. Who's gonna stop the you? whole world is yeah. gonna open whole up to you. World. Who's gonna stop you? Yeah. There's no one that can stop you. I can't. Exactly. And if it's that good, and if it comes back around, and I have to play it. I was mm. wrong, and I play. I and I and I, and I play you. Just apologize. Be like, yo, I, I'm sorry. I, that I overlooked you. Wrong. You know, I was yeah. wrong. But it, I was it, wrong. And during that journey, I, I promise you, if you go around me and you see, and you start succeeding in other places, you'll appreciate it more. Right. You know, and 
one of the main things I do is with artists, if I like a song, I don't tell an artist I'm going to play the song. Mm. Because if they bug me and bug me, bug, yeah, bug, play, play, yeah. play. And I say, okay, I'm going to play it at 8 o'clock this time. Mm. I don't say it. Because mm. you know what the, the best feeling is? Riding in the car with your boys, not knowing your song is going to come on. It should just come boom, on. Or you get Don or, or something, or something like yeah. that. You know what I'm saying? Or you get that call, like, and you yo, get that, yo, they just I, played I just you. Heard you. Yeah. You know, you know, my man Sax from Hartford. If, he, if I play stuff every now and then, the yo, sax fest, sax yeah. Fest, yeah. he never knows when I'm going to play it. And I'll never tell him when, I'll never tell anybody when I'm going to play the record in yeah. the mix show. Mm. Because I want them to get that feeling like, yeah, yeah. oh shit, I didn't have to bug this cat. Mm. Yeah. He finally played my joint. Just yeah. make good music. Listen. Yeah, that's all it is. Yo, just make, make good, good music, good and, music and make sure your, your shit is together. Time with man. the music, technology. Anybody can may take. I'm from a day. And I'm from the analog day where you you had to make music with these drum machines and everything, and there was a feel to it. Hmm. These days, you turn on the damn laptop and there's a there's a demo kit right there, exactly. and you rap over the demo kit yeah. and you send me the record. I'm like, that's a demo kit. I know where that came exactly. from. <laughs> I know. What are you doing? I, I know Garage Man. I, I know fucking Garage Man. <laughs> <laughs> you know that came with the MC NPC Renaissance. That's the damn man. Come on. Hey, you can't blame him, man. Long long as I get my voice out there. Can't fucking play. Yeah. yeah, be talented, like you said. Have good music. Well, just have good music, man. Everybody can rap, man. Everybody can be. Everybody can play basketball. And, and, right. <laughs> you, know, you know, everybody can do that. But have, a, you know, have a good music. You. Have your shit together and learn when to shut the fuck up. <laughs> that, Easy. Yeah. That's a big one. Know when to shut the fuck up and Easy. find your place to be successful. Sometimes being successful on the radio isn't what you want all mm-hmm. the time. Because once you make it to radio, you're automatically compared to you know. The, the babies and the records that are on in heavy rotation mm-hmm. and in every radio station we have something called research mm-hmm. you don't want to get on that research paper mm-hmm. that right. research paper means people are you know telling you if they like the song or not but next to you're, you're competing oh. with the baby oh, yeah, so yeah, the yeah, last thing I tell people is stay in the mix show as long as you can because mm-hmm. if my playlist if my rotation depends on what the research is telling me mm-hmm. It's not gonna look good. There's too many people it's who know who know good. these other artists. It's quiet for you. Yeah, it's, it's quiet. Not look so take your mix shows for right now and, and then grow. Yeah. You know, it's good information to have, man. It's Word, good information man. to have. It's crazy, man. It's good information to have. I hope all the artists that listen to this mm-hmm. and normal people who could pass the information on yeah, to an artist know. To somebody. I know you know a struggling artist. Yeah. Please right. let them know that you heard this and what you know coming from the PD himself, the man himself, yeah. Buckman. Yeah. I appreciate this, bro. You like got so me here. Much. You got me here. Yeah, I don't know when the next one I'm going to do. But <laughs> at the don't end of the do day, let this one be the last you know, one. Put, yeah, I, I, can put on my, I can put on my resume. Yeah, I, I did that. Yeah, I did that. Goddamn right. See, fuck with Buck. So, <laughs> <laughs> Ob, you got anything, man? Um, nah, man. Uh, my podcast is being polite. Podcast coming back soon. Uh, website come back up soon. Nigga, don't say know. soon, and I gotta wait till next year. Bitch. Nah, nah. It'll be a few months. Um, I already actually got the website back up. Um. Yeah. You know, my website, you know, whatever that was. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And then my mother and I probably see me with Domino, see me at a few events around, but. Yeah. Yeah. Might be moving and shaking. So when you have your own, I'm going to go on yours too. So yours. When you get your own the, going. So mine is just. Podcast. Yeah, mine is just being polite podcast. Okay. Um, it's me and my boys kind of shooting the shit. We hit everything pretty okay. much like Domino does. You know, current events. I get in the music. I get in the Connecticut where, music scene. Where you from? I'm from North Carolina. 
Which, Charlotte, you Charlotte, you're in Bridgeport now? No, no, now I live in Middletown. Middletown? Yeah, mainly right. in, mainly I'm in New Haven with the Hill House. Yeah. So, but then I kind Hill of. Hill House took a beating the other day by Blue Yo, come on, man. football. Yo, we don't got to oh. talk about these things. <laughs> Yo, we don't got to talk Why about, about these yeah. no, like, okay. things. But, but then when we talk about basketball, we, say we smack Ooh. everybody else. But it's all right. It's cool. I'm going to let that slide. But then, so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm everywhere. You know, anywhere that anywhere that I can get information, anywhere I can talk to an artist, something like that, I'm, I'm around. Dom, where you from? I'm from Bridgeport. Bridgeport, born and raised? Born and raised. Oh, yeah. Dirty. Yeah, dirty, yeah. <laughs> dirty, dirty, dirty living out there. Yeah, I keep hearing that shit, but it's like, yo, Har- yo, Harford ain't no better, yo. Nah, Harford nasty. Like, come on, man. Like, Harford everybody trying to compare. Like, all right, Bridgeport, yo. abandoned building on every block. I mean, it is what it is. I just, <laughs> it, it is an abandoned building. Like, that's all it is. All right, man. All right, man. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Shout out to Bridgeport, man. Bridgeport, the port. Yeah. Now, uh, Buck, where can they reach you at? Um, On Instagram, DJ Buck one you know, 24 hours today that thing don't never close mm-hmm. uh, i checked out a lot and I, I still got the facebook the buck collins um you can check there if you're a little older you want to live in that world you can catch me there <laughs> <Word. Yeah. laughs> but yeah dj buck one i'm always in you know, hot 937 you can catch me there every day monday through friday i basically get in at 5 30 4 o'clock and i leave at like four okay. so i'm yeah. email dj dj.buck at intercom.com with an e intercom.com don't send me a whole album yeah, <laughs> send them send them the key song. Yeah, send them, send them send the key your, song. Your three best oh, songs. Send them the key that. song. <laughs> like yo, this makes stay fire, book. You gonna play this whole thing? Nah, nigga, I'm gonna play the first one. You <laughs> send me the intro. One or two songs, man. So, so hopefully after this, you don't give me the industry phone number. And if, and if I sent you, <laughs> I got that. And, and, I got that too. <laughs> yeah, I know you do. I hit the second hope, phone. He keep in yeah, the car. Yeah, hopefully, yeah, hopefully, he got the real number. Yeah, so hopefully I'll get the industry phone number. And if I send you a playlist, just know you can take your time with it. <laughs> I will. <laughs> they can will. take your time and with it, man. If you send me the songs, I promise you I'm not going to tell your peoples I'm playing this song. Oh, no, gonna, never. They'll just hear it and be like, oh. Well, hopefully yeah. they don't listen to this. They won't know what I'm doing it either. So. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Everybody shut the fuck up. When we begin this one-on-one, this basketball game? I got to lose oh, oh, five pounds. Oh, never you. Oh, no. I got to lose five pounds, too. We, <laughs> we both got ankle injuries. We can do it. That'll be a long game to 21, right? What? We may not make it. Then we're going to have Kid Fesh be the fucking photographer for that one. He gonna, he, gonna take, he gonna take all your pictures for that it's shit. It's gonna be all sneaker pictures. Fresh <laughs> 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 on the ground. And you gotta get a new iPhone fresh if you're gonna do that, man. Please. Do, yeah. Please. Kid Fresh got money. He got an old iPhone. Like. <laughs> oh, yeah. Dog. Buck, like I said, I appreciate this shit, man. <laughs> so, OB, we done, man? Yeah, man. All right, so. You, man. No problem. So, yeah. thank you, Buck. Thank you, OB. I appreciate you guys having me down, man. No problem. So, uh, one thing's for certain. We too much for these niggas and three much for these hoes. I go by the name of Domino. That's OB. That's DJ Buck. And we out of here. Domino, motherfucker, what's happening?